Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly DLC. I'm one of your hosts, Karosh, joined always by my co-host, Daniel Vargas. Hello. And Daniel Jang. Hunter Hunt. And if you heard our last week's episode, you might know that we filmed it the same time we're filming this week's episode. So, a surprise special guest again, Roberto. Welcome back to the show. Thank Long time it. no see. Yeah, man. It's time, tra- <laughs> time traveling over here. Yeah, right? it's crazy. Next week on the same day. <laughs> How that makes sense. All days know. are today. Today is tomorrow. The future of mankind is glorious. <laughs> Um, thanks to thank you all for joining us. This is another episode of the Weekly DLC. If you don't know what we're about, we come to you every Monday on your podcasting service of choice. Uh, what we do is we sit around a table. We have some fun discussions. We each bring a topic to the table. And sometimes we have some fun. Sometimes we rank some games. Sometimes we talk about the best games and movies of 2017. And we're going straight to best movies of 2017. We're just going to do it right now. <laughs> so... Yeah, we're filming this same time as the as last week's. We it's the holiday season, you know, a lot of schedule things happen, and uh, we're we're trying to accommodate for that. So bear with us if uh, we don't do the, our normal small talk, and if yeah. we if you don't like that part, we're jumping straight into it. So hi, <laughs> good for you guys and gals. A plus. Yeah. So with that, we're gonna go into to- so the the main thing we all kind of share overlap is games and movies, at least in terms of discussion. Um, we kind of opted out of books because we don't read a wide variety of books. Um, at least this year we haven't. Maybe in future years we will. Comics, same thing. Other other mediums, same thing. Um, Vargas, do you want to kind of detail what our parameters are? Yeah. So we're going to keep um, – so we're doing movie category. Okay. We're staying within the 2017. And at least personally, this doesn't have to be for everyone. It's movies that I've only seen. So I'm not including movies not- that came out. Okay, but you're not commenting seen. on movies that you've seen the perception of and not seen. Right, right. Yeah, I have to have I, – I want to see the movies and then I can bring it. So all these movies I've seen already. Okay, and for yeah. games? Uh, same thing for games. 2017 and then they're, they're all games that I've played already Okay, and, and beaten. Like an example, one of you guys might have it, Wolfenstein 2. I own it. I played only the first level. I, I don't feel like it's enough for me to mention okay. it. So I'm just for- – I 100% agree. I think that's uh, the way we, we're going to go about it. The only thing that I want to mention with mine is as we go around this table, um, mine are in no particular order. I'm just going to be naming any of the top games. for the, They're each great in their own way. Same movies. Same, you too? Okay. And for me, I got mine on uh, ranked from 10 to <laughs> 1. Okay. That, that's perfectly fine. We're, we're, this is our first time doing this. Um, we're yeah. all just in tuxedos right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very uh, I have an award. VGAs here. could take a you know a note from us. I have um, the same award I'll be giving to everyone. Yeah, and uh, we'll be back to you after a few messages from our sponsors. <laughs> and we're back, Doritos, <laughs> <laughs> Juicy Jang with the last boss. Um, you, so we're doing movies first. Yeah, we'll do movies. We'll go ring around. Okay. Um, so Roberto will be in order. That's all I'm saying. Okay, Jang, you want to start? Shit. All right. Spider-Man: Homecoming. Oh, okay. 2017. What are your nice, thoughts nice. on it? Uh, it was good. Um, was it? The I best just like Marvel how like. Well, now Fox is fucking bought or bought, oh, being bought yeah, by Disney. We That's didn't crazy. talk about that. Yeah, we did That's not crazy talk now. About that. I mean, I just liked how they were able to negotiate characters from both. Give us the X-Men. Here's fifty-four billion dollars. I mean, Shit. X-Men is the obvious, but guys, now Doctor Doom can oh, be God. in yeah, the right. mo- He's he can the, be done right. Damn right. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And Silver Surfer. Why couldn't this happen before Infinity? Hey, Ball? they can still they still have to film the next one, right? Yeah. 
They're like, guys, quick. Part two. Change your script. <laughs> Call him a mutant. He's a mutant now. You understand? <laughs> I feel like they're going to do Avengers versus X-Men, though. That'd be He's fucking dope. Setup. I don't know. Who are they I think, a build, I think a build towards that would be good. Like, mm-hmm. as they amp up the ante, introduce. Real quick, as we fanboy over Disney buying Fox, just know that Disney soon will own the world. Just, yeah. you know, it's, it's just Net a neutrality. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Yep. <laughs> But okay, so share share some more thoughts you have on Spider Man. Uh, Aunt Bay though. I mean, I, the humor was Aunt good. Bay. The fucking music was good. Did it for you? How did it? What did, what stood out about it versus? Because there's been a lot of. To be fair, I feel like more than any other superhero, there's I I feel that there's been more Spider Man in our in exposure mm-hmm. out there than any other. Even like. Putting it even up against Batman, I get, I feel the sense of Spider Man being just, oh, they're restarting it again, and mm-hmm, again, and again. Mm-hmm. How did how did this one feel to you? Like, did you go in with that sort of like, uh, or kind of like, how did you go into it? I don't know. I think it's the best one, to be honest. It's the best <laughs> Spider Man. Well, were you already fatigued or like? I wasn't fatigued. Okay, no, not at all. Cool. Casting, future prospects. How do you? Michael feel? Keaton. Let's fucking. Awesome that scene when oh. he's in the car. Oh, dude, that was Super one of my intense. favorite scenes yeah. of the year. I was like, oh, that man, this threw is me so off. Good right that now. when he opens the door and he <laughs> sees him, I was like, holy shit. Oh yeah, yeah. as the because like because she, she's black. Yeah, yeah. So you yeah. you automatically assume that the parents are black, yep. and then yeah. Michael Keaton. Was, oh, very nicely done. <laughs> yeah. yep. Also, um, I think a thing we should have mentioned is I think for movies. Unless anyone here says something when a movie's brought up, I think we should say spoiler, don't spoil, and we should warn people. I think that this one's been a movie mo- majority of our audience has been watching, but yeah. just as we go about it, like I don't, I want to recommend a few movies that I don't think people have seen a little bit, a little more under the radar or harder to find. Uh, same with games, just small little thing we should. Say. And his friend killed it too. What are you watching? Porn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> His friend killed his it. Friend killed it. The, the nods to Miles Morales were badass. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Um, I, people were saying, like, Robert Downey role, like, they would have loved to see more. I've heard enough people saying, like, I want to see more. To me, I wanted to see less. Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. he's had a more than enough parts in this. I want this to be more about Spider-Man. My only gripe, and we talked about this in our spoiler sort of cast about it, is... I loved the story. Like I loved the ve- the feel of it, the world, everything. How Aunt May was, how the characters were, the the high school dynamic, the Peter Parker versus Spider Man life. My only gripe was I never felt like he was in real danger. I think the only time there was that tension was in the car when mm-hmm. he was like, "I don't know what to do right now." Like this is tense. That was, and it was very like I feel like that that being so strong showed how much less tension there was elsewhere. Mm-hmm. But because it, it was so exciting and humorous and stuff, it that was okay. It was like, you can get away with it. So when, when a whole building fell on him, you weren't like, holy he, shit, he's, he's not going to make it. No, I didn't. Because, he's not going to make it. So I would have if he like gave up li- <laughs> more than like a second. Like He literally just was like, I'm going to try and do a push-up. That didn't work. I'll do it again. All right, there we go. Like That's the vibe. I, like, I, did, I didn't get that vibe. But yeah, I, I, I mean, I, it's been a while, so I can't remember it. So. <laughs> I, I yeah, I watched a, f- a few replays. I that was my take on. I understand people did get that, but I would have like having seen the past ones. I felt like there were times where he hit rock bottom more, and I wanted for him to reach that point and to p- 
pay homage to that famous iconic scene in the comics where he does feel like he just lost and gave up, I would have liked to see more like bottom hole. Maybe in the second one. I, I hope what? they do take it. So you think Spider-Man Homecoming is better than Spider-Man 2? Yes. The Sam yes. Raimi Spider-Man yes. 2? I cannot follow you down this path. <laughs> right. I I agree. There's there's things from both. I love the villain of two. I but I, Keaton knocked it out of the park. He was mm-hmm. one of my favorite parts in this. I don't like Tobey Maguire. Like, it's tough when I watch it. Oh my! No, just his cry. His cry face is the worst cry face <laughs> in the history of cinema. <laughs> um, Tommy Wiseau's even got him on that. Um, but yeah, I I liked how they didn't do the re- origin story. I mean, yeah. like. Yeah, they they fit just, it in within yeah. just like the montaging and the, that gets fucking tiring when yeah. you see the origin <laughs> story over and over and over. When you've gotten this many movies, we can skip origin story. Yeah. <laughs> you've unlocked that that yeah. skip scene. Okay, uh, Roberto, what about you? Uh, for my for movies. list of movies. All right, uh, so and number 10 I, ha- I put down the disaster artist Ooh. uh i saw that a few weeks ago and it's it's stuck with me like it's 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 a story that i've never seen before it's a person it's a person that fa- that tries so hard to achieve success and fails so spectacularly that he like loops around <laughs> and uh, achieves his dream of success in the end i was like that, this is a story that i haven't seen told before uh, uh, number nine, I got three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Well, we're gonna go one, one, oh, 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 one at a time, one at a time. Sam, well, Sam I want to chime in on the disasters. Like, <laughs> this was more about the making of than anything, and like the character, the not his his acting in it. Well, I mean, yes, his acting, but like not him. They weren't just remaking the the room. They were showing how the room was made, the relationship that sparked it, which was uh, Tommy Wiseau and, and um, Greg, yeah, so. And it was—it's just—it's like a humor, but it's real, and and the the realness of it was—I don't know—it's something relatable. Like they 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 portrayed it in a way that was like making a movie is fucking hard, whether it's good or bad. Like he made a movie, yeah. and that's that's props right there. And for him to have done that, regardless of what it ended up being and what it evolved into, he just sort of rolled with it. Um, for I mean, as far as we know, um, yeah. And it's become what it is today, and it's sort of like a phenomena that that we'll never understand. I feel that it's um, it's it's a trip because he he achieved a dream that a lot of people have that they don't pursue, and he failed, and they laughed at him. Yeah. But then he still achieved yeah. what he set out to do in <laughs> the end, regardless of that. So it's like and goddamn James Franco. Like I literally, there were points where the camera kind of is not focused on him, but he's in a scene. I legit thought they had swapped him for Tommy to for those scenes. But, he, like, he... It's it's not just, like, makeup or anything. It's just how he carried himself and how he... he the, oh, my God. The scenes... There's scenes where he's throwing footballs. I swear to God, he must have, like, embodied Tommy for, like, a, a year to understand how his movements and... Well, there's YouTube clips transposing both scenes and they're fucking almost identical. They're at the end credits. Yeah, like the end as the, the end credits go, they show them side by oh my they're god. In- identical. <laughs> it's insane. And they showed for all the actors too. So they show the scenes with Greg. They show the scenes with the mother. They show the scenes with the girlfriend. The mother. And it's like, holy shit, like they knocked they nailed this. And so many people were atta- oh it was it just seemed fun. Like Oscar worthy? Every- yeah. 
I mean, okay, fuck um, the Oscars, but <laughs> I I don't know. Like, I I'm annoyed with the Oscars for different reasons, just because I feel like it, Get Out got Best Comedy nomination, so I, I, mean, I don't know that, how I could take that seriously. That's the Golden Golden Globe, Globe though. Golden Globe. I mean, yeah, The Martian was the, co- but um, that's also like for Get Out. Um, I believe it was. Um, who's the director again? Um, Jordan, Peele. Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. I believe he's the one who said it that way. Really? Like he was like, "There's no category for what I need," and he just threw it in, co- in well, comedy. He tweeted or best documentary. Yeah, but I don't know. It's just yeah. I feel like it's so like sh- it's got work to do. But I feel fuck like the Golden Globes. <laughs> See, there you go. Yeah. So thank you for correcting me there. So cool. Yeah, disaster artist. That was on my list too. Real quick, did you know there was a post? Credit scene? Yes. I did make not sure know. To, make sure to stay. I did not fucking know that. So oh, I, it left was, before, uh, I left before that. Is, is it a payoff from seeing the room or no? No. Okay. It's just a, a nice scene. It's. Okay. Have you you've heard of it? I, I, okay. I, I, it ties it all together I've with the bow. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So mine, I'm um, just going to throw it out there. Alien Covenant. Y'all fucking hate it. Cool. What? Right, move on. No, 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 no. I <laughs> love that movie. That was good. Yeah, all right. No. <laughs> I got feelings, all right? I, I like the first half of the movie. The last half turns into an action film, and that's really? when it fucking lost me. The first scene, I was fascinated by it, where it's... <laughs> I like the first. Oh, I, scene. I don't know any names. Yeah, I love that first scene where where Michael he Fast makes the an, yeah he makes the android and he's like talking to him and I'm just like well like answer me a, a question you are my creator yeah. but who's yours like at some point you made me and you'll die yeah and the fool like gets butt hurt he's like yeah. bring me this tea and it's like right fucking next to him was like just to ascertain yeah. some dominance over and I was like this is so fucking good right now yeah. like this is so good and then it just goes downhill after that and i was I, bummed out okay it did but it, it not in, i don't know if it, it went downhill it was more when it went back to what it was and i don't want to spoil it but there's a certain point where there's um a revelation or the story t- like picks up like in the third act like when the third act sort of kicks into high gear and you get sort of like how everything's going to go now or where the where, that's when it got me like I really enjoyed it and I knew where the focus of the movie was going and I feel like uh, if he's given the opportunity to do the next one his focus seems to be both with the intro and then where the rest of the movie goes it's just like a focus more on the android side and how that parallels with the chaos and the destruction that comes with the alien uh, side of it because that's just like a, a, a force of nature and yeah. the androids are these like fascinating creatures. And it's like this year there was so many cool uh, dialogues and, and, and stories being told about and through and with androids and the thought of artificial intelligence and what that means. And that was one of those, it had a moment like it's touching on what you're saying, Roberto, um, that I, that was my favorite part of it. So yeah. even if it was a little bit, I did enjoy that for what, I, what we got. Yeah. The Android thing is, is one of my favorite concepts like that. That's what gave me, um, that's what I liked about the film. Yeah. Um, uh, that and the fact like uh, space travel, you know, new species, and that's what all this introduces. <laughs> James uh, Franco was in it, and so was oh, uh, Danny McBride. <laughs> I, tot- I totally <laughs> forgot they were both in that yeah. fucking movie. Props to James Franco. Wow, he did I mean, for like five minutes total. Oh, <laughs> five seconds. Yeah, and that fuck that spoiler. Cause I mean that wasn't a, I don't think that's yeah. a spoiler. It's it's the funniest shit to me because she's like even in the in the trailer is he? 
No. Yeah. No. Yeah. So I don't. It's. I'm gonna say like it's just a scene. Like it's it's literally like they're looking at a video and it's just him like hey everyone and that's it. Like yeah, that's where he comes from. And that's it. I that's do, my husband. He's dead. I like, like the vibe of uh, and the aesthetics of the Alien universe. Yeah. So seeing Ridley get to kind of take it again. I'm curious where this third one is going to take. Well, he wants to take it somewhere else now. Take right. it, takes so it away. Number. It's my turn. Yeah. It's okay. Um, which one should I go with? I'm going to pick some. I don't think anyone's going to pick. And I'm going to whatever. I don't care. It's this is my my pick. King Arthur. I picked Legend no, of the Sword. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Controversial. <laughs> I don't know what it was. I loved it. Explain yourself. <laughs> Guy Pierce made it. Um, what's his name? Um, Charlie. Hunnam. Charlie. Charlie Hunnan was uh, King Arthur, the fucking hood boy that turns into Jude Law chewing the fuck out of scenery the entire movie. <laughs> he was cool. He was cool. But Charlie was my favorite. I love him from Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. It felt like Sons of Anarchy set in King Arthur's world. It wasn't true to King Arthur at all. Yeah, yeah. At all. But that's not why I loved it. It just the it was I think earlier in the year, and I was fresh off of Breath of the Wild, and I legit, I kid you not, it felt like I was watching Breath of the Wild in this toned world because <laughs> there were so many moments where he's like he gets the 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 badass weapon. He now has to learn how to use this badass weapon. Cool montages, crazy intense music. I don't know how, what I'm feeling right now. All right, cool. Now he's fighting the boss. Boss fight, cool cinematic. I was like, "This is a game. This is a fucking video game. Like it's so video gamey that I was I was in awe of that." And the music helped that. I like I like really cool. I love the guy Pierce music in yeah, a lot of his yeah. rock and roller and a lot of a lot of his other movies. Snatching all that. Yeah, and um, I don't know. I I just had a fun time with it. I didn't have high expectations going in. I just went. I was like, "I'm gonna have a good time." I came out having a good time. It was a good time. They did plan on making like twelve of these movies, and that's not happening because of how much they spent. But so, whatever, they got away with it. Uh, comedy, top comedy section. Yeah, right? that should have been a comedy musical <laughs> nominee right there. So that's that's my pick. My pick is see, it's not even top best movies for me. It's just movies I've seen. Guardian <laughs> Guardians two. Oh, this came out this year. Disappoint. Disappointed. Yeah. What? Vo- volume two. Volume two. Why is it disappointing? I was disappointed because uh, Drax killed it. Yeah. His fucking dude comedy. So you came out of it not having a good time. I for the first one was better. The first okay, one. Okay, that's that's a different argument. But yeah, you but you came out and you. I don't didn't know, man. It's just time? like the story was really weak, and I was just like, uh, okay. Yeah. So you were just like, eh, like yeah. lukewarm on it. Okay. Yeah. Man, I I like this more than the first one, <laughs> mm. and for it, I it's hard. It, like it's I have to actively anytime there's a sequel or there's like something like that. Yeah, it's an active effort to distinguish new sensation from like this by itself. Like if I were to not feel that take like when we take away like the feeling of the switch versus the feelings of a game, how do you dif- distinguish? I don't know. I feel like that's something that I'm trying to actively do. And that was one of the things I did with that was do I generally like really think Guardians 1 is better or not? And I don't know. I like this was a smaller story. Definitely. Yeah. The intro was really good, though. With the fucking oh music. yeah, that was the badass. Was the, really uh, Mr. Blue Sky. Oh, yeah, that was really good. I don't. I love Drax. It's better than Spider Man. 
I agree. <laughs> but you like you like Spider Man. Yeah, I did. But then you're but, lukewarm on this. Yeah, it's, I was I disappointed. <laughs> but because Guardians is like this. Okay, so okay. I'm disappointed with okay. Guardians one. All right, all right. Compared to two. I understand that. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That Drax was cool. I love I the. I love James Gunn. James Gunn getting a way to do these top dollar movies yeah. after seeing him do like Super and some other stuff is awesome. So. Did you guys? What did you guys think of? I thought one. I I thought twice. The first time I saw, it, I was like, I like that more than the original one. The second time I saw, it, I was like, that was way worse than the original one, actually. Like in, Man, but Stallone, dude. Retrospect, yeah. For <laughs> again, five minutes total. No, time. no, no. He had scenes later. Yeah, for that uh, that amounted to Michelle the five Yo. minutes. You know, oh yeah, Michelle. Yeah. Ving Rhames was in there too. Man, Ving Rhames, Mary Poppins. Cool. Mary- <laughs> I don't know that that hit my heart more than I think this one tugged on my heartstrings more than the first one was more of like an awe like I was in awe of what the first one was accomplishing this one was more like an intimate small story it's like this is this is what they're if they were to do a filler episode in the Marvel universe this would have been it but it was a good filler hmm. all I gotta say it's not on my list <clears throat> oh mic drop burn <laughs> all right fair enough, fair enough. everyone's got opinions. Well, what is I, I like King Arthur? What can what yeah, do I got to say? That's true. Spe- <laughs> speaking of, of opinions, uh, but what's on my list at number nine is three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. I want to see this so bad. It's good, man. Yeah, it's good. It's it's uh, the writer and director of In Bruges. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it similar tone? Uh, yeah. Really? It's like super dark comedy. Okay. And uh, like it's 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 cool because it's um like. I have an issue with this guy. Like when he writes, when he writes dialogue, like um, it feels fake. Like it really? feels, it feels very like clever and artsy, and it's like uh, people don't talk like, like that. that. I don't know how Quentin Tarantino makes his stuff sound like very cool, but it sounds like right. This guy has opposite issue where it sounds very cool, but it sounds wrong. It's yeah. like this it sounds like this dude spent like half an hour be- before having this conversation, practicing this conversation. Um. You know. Was it distracting them? No, it just like it's always like it's it makes it like in Bruges, it, it made it feel like made it feel like um fake. Not fake, but like it made it feel like a play or something. Okay. okay. Where where it's, it's like you obviously know it's an engineered thing. Okay. But it's still like So the, you had but you had a good time yeah. with this. Okay, yeah, that man's cool. good. I, I enjoyed it a What's lot. What's the synopsis? Uh, or if it's complicated, <laughs> never mind. Uh, this daughter goes missing, and she will, she turns up dead, having been raped. And the police haven't done anything. So the mother of the daughter, she's the one from Fargo, the original movie, Fran- Francis Francis McDormand. Yeah, she commissions um, people to. Write advertisements on three billboards that say uh, she was raped and murdered. Why haven't you done anything, Chief Mister? And she like oh. calls out the like Chief of the Police specifically. So it, it's all about like him talking to her like, all right, like I know you're grieving. We need to like come up with a way for you to grieve. Oh, that's sure. not calling me out on my shit right now. And it's all about like, yeah, it's just about her dealing with loss and yeah. and all that. It's good. Okay. I definitely saw my my things to watch. I'm hoping my like this movie pass thing goes through for me. It's been a headache to get that thing. You've been enjoying it. I got it. 
I got it wrong. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's tough to get in, but once you get in, you're golden. S- smooth as butter. All right, so I have a few here. I don't want to go with like really really good ones. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Uh, Why don't you want to go with really good ones? Well, because those th- we still got a whole list to go, dude. Yeah. Oh, you mean you're saving them for the yeah, later? Yeah, oh, okay, gotcha. I was so, like, well, you're not gonna pick them because they're too good. <laughs> Logan Lucky. It's oh, another one on mine. Did okay. you end up watching that? I need to. I want to. Man. You talked about it, and I yeah, think that's what's enticing me the most. I liked it. it. It was a good, fair amount of comedy. Uh, these guys, uh, um, Matt, uh, pff, I would say Matt the Radar. <laughs> I don't know what his name is. Um, uh, the guy that plays... Um, Daniel Craig? Yeah. Uh, Kylo Ren. Oh. Adam Driver. Adam Driver. And then, uh, I want to say John Cena, but that's not his name. Shane um, Tatum. Yeah, Channing Tatum. Like they killed it. Like especially Channing. Like I, I was surprised. Like I yeah. felt like his acting wasn't there. And in this movie, he did a really good job. He played a really good character. Awesome. And and it really allowed him to like shine as a, like a as comedy? an actor. Yeah, yeah. It was a comedy. Um, and it, it worked out well. I loved it, and I think you should watch it. Okay. After saying you were gonna watch it, did you watch it, Robert? I, I did see. It. Yeah, I uh, because of this film, the entire time I was watching the last. Jedi. Anytime I'd see Kylo Ren on screen, I'd wait for him to go call the flower. Every fucking scene. Every time. It's I gotta check a good that film. out. It's it, it's a heist film. It's like it's like Ocean's Eleven, but if you were broke, <laughs> so if but, you couldn't afford to uh, like buy all these like <laughs> fancy gadgets and like SWAT trucks and everything, like we had no money and had to rob a, a, a not a bank here, they rob a. Daytona race. Oh, okay. But it's is it, fucking clever. Is it on your list? It is on my list. Yeah, oh, actually. Yeah. Uh, what number? Get that out of the way right now. It's number seven on my list. Okay. okay. I got to see that. You can leave it on your list and just refer back to it when I get that one. All right. <sighs> okay. Next one. This one came out earlier in the year. And it's like, I feel like with Guardians, I forgot it came out this year. And it was it was a good way to start the year for me. John Wick Chapter 2. Mm. Damn. Very damn good film damn 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 fine film also on my list yeah i love that movie did you see it Mm-mm. oh have, have you seen, seen the, the original one? yeah have you seen the original? oh double feature that you'll have a good time <laughs> i'm too busy i'm sorry well one of the times you're not too busy maybe the stream was... life has consumed my well, life. well what happens if you like have a voice issue would you take a day off i don't know i could still <laughs> <Mute Anime. streams. laughs> um yeah that movie like it took everything I loved of the first one and it just ramped it up. Like the there's there's a point where there's a hit out on him that just gets released <laughs> and it's like a montage. Oh my god, that was amazing. I was in I was on the my flight to uh to Japan and I got to a point where I was just like I don't want to watch a full movie. I just want to f- watch my favorite clips of things. And they had John Wick 2 on there. I just zoomed straight to like the underground scene. Oh yeah. And I was like, just watch this. And I forgot how seamlessly it goes from set piece to set piece to set piece to set piece. And I'm like, and then it, it like, it's a small break. And then it's that montage. I'm like, God damn, this movie's awesome. <laughs> and then Morgan Freeman. It's not a spoiler. He's in the trailer. Morgan seeing, Freeman. Seeing, uh, not Morgan Freeman. Oh, Morpheus. Uh, yeah. Uh, I was mixing more, more, um, <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne. There you go. Morpheus and Keanu reuniting was nice. <laughs> I was like, my man. Um, the only down thing that I didn't like was I thought that they hyped up this hench girl to oh, be yeah, like a she, badass, and she, she was not like she got her fucking. Common was in it, and he was way more badass. That's one of my favorite scenes all year when they're in 
the subway. Oh, the that, silent, like, the that stealth shootout. Oh my god, I couldn't believe. I was like, even laughing when it, when my just, ass. The, the cool thing with this movie is even when you describe scenes, it doesn't do it justice. Like it, you're not <laughs> like you could spoil it, yeah, to some degree technically, but to see it is another thing. Like there's, it's a visual delight. I'll say yeah. that. Like if that was the the weekly DLC Karosh tagline, visual delight. <laughs> And I'm excited for chapter three. I, this is my favorite book of the year. It could, it could win that award too. Um, Jeff. I just, man. Speaking of Logan Lucky, subtract a Lucky. You, you got, got Logan. You got, you got an unlucky Logan. Damn, Damn that was on my Logan. list too. What? Logan, Logan, no, you got to save the girl, Logan. <laughs> that was God, so damn. sad. Yeah. The, and the whole scene where him in bed, like, I, I had a dream, but I was like, this is the end right now. Like, I can tell, like, this fool's in the fucking shadows. It might not even be Logan and he's talking to, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. It's crazy how they like adapted the whole old man Logan story, but in a way that worked yeah. in this in this world. It's very this, grounded. Yeah. And it was it almost was like too real because it was these actors like Patrick Stewart and um Hugh Jackman's last time portraying these roles. And it was like a goodbye to the characters and to the Actors portraying them, like just yeah. how many years we've seen them and playing that. The movie being grounded is something that I loved so much. Like it, it felt like these people really did have powers, and these are issues that that can arise. Yeah. You know, like, and it was fantastic how mm-hmm. how Logan was trying to keep you know someone from finding another person, and then and then just the, just the journey that they had from from that point on. Mm-hmm. It it just felt it, it felt like. If powers were a real thing, this is the issues that would happen. Like, and it just—it was fantastic. Seizures, yeah, medic, like, menace, yeah, like oh, this is this is standard things that happen to a human mm-hmm. when they're getting older. Like, it's just general, and and how having powers kind of gets in the way. Like, if you have a seizure, you're 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 releasing this mm-hmm. this you know, and it anything can happen, and that that was like holy shit. This is like insane. Like these people are deteriorating and we can see the effects it has and what like these powers are doing. Like it was like, this is so cool. If I were to have one gripe with it, it'd be like, it was almost, it was almost great with the firefly levels for me of despair. And I kind of wish he would like throughout the movie, he persistently is pushing away this girl. And I wish he wasn't like it, it, that wasn't as persistent through the whole thing. I wish it's there. Was, it was an earlier point or a point like midway or or have something where it stops and he he opens. I don't know. I, it would have been a little bit more. Po- I feel like optimistic about it, but it was it was real. Like that was one of the things. It's like we're going all the way with this. So I I understand where it went. But yeah, it was like I wasn't emotionally ready for it. All right. Uh, number eight on my list. I have a. Uh, your name oh the anime yeah oh nice the nice nice anime it that one caught me off guard like yeah. i i i heard about it because it was like uh it, it came out of japan and it was like broke all these box office records and it was like a immediate smash hit and i was like what the fuck like what is so good about this movie and then they announced that it was coming to the states and i was like what the this is with, my, like the perfect opportunity with, with it, american it was, narration no it was uh subtitled okay yeah and um yeah man it was it was a lot more than what i thought i i to me it was described as a love story out of time Hmm. where a man from our time falls in love with a girl from the past and it's all about 
all about them trying to like make that work. That's how it was described to me. What it, it what it ended up being is like a lot more, a lot more than than that. Because it's it starts off where they like inhabit each other's bodies at first, where he wakes up as her, mm. she wakes up as him, and they live each other's lives and they interact with each other by like they would write notes to themselves for the other person to see when they re-inhabit their bodies so they fall in love that way like they live each other's lives and like get a sense for who they are and when they get back it's like they have to form to the life as it is now based on how people based on how the other person treated the people around them as them okay so it, it was it was a lot more like it was a lot more like depth in that than i thought so like the the love story really was super deep to me because they yeah they lived each other's lives and like helped each other grow by physically inhabiting them and doing good things yeah. for them as them on behalf of the other person it's like, like it wow, sounds like a fucking... serious take on like the idea of freaky friday or something <laughs> yeah and one thing uh, I, I saw it too time travel it's not on my list and I, actually i didn't realize that's something i could I, I just saw it as anime so i didn't, didn't think of it um i love the way they handled time travel like mm-hmm. it, it was it was weird and it's you know obviously they, they work it in a way where like you don't know what's going on until later on um very cool like i just i just loved it uh i i love time travel even if it doesn't make sense or like there obviously it's just not a way of like real time travel type of thing but there is time differences in this okay. one and i really like the way they showed it and then later on you realize like how, how it's going on it's i thought it was really cool cool okay. so yeah what's back to you first? um all right, i'm gonna start going into really cool ones because they're all really cool now um we'll go with thor ragnarok hell yes that was why isn't that in best comedy <laughs> and musical? Fucking god, that movie. Yeah, man. The 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 the, the cast obviously it's is still there. We have the Hulk, Thor, Loki, uh, Matt Damon, fucking <laughs> Sam Neill. <laughs> Sam Neill. That that's a deep cut joke for anybody. So that's Matt Damon playing Loki, which is a role he's already played for Kevin Smith in. Uh, dogma yeah so when i saw it, i was like holy shit that is a, that is a <laughs> yeah, super yeah, deep cut that's a super deep cut joke what's for me what's crazy it's like in co- like there's a lot of things more and more audiences are being aware of that comic readers have been aware of and it's like there's only like canon being can like having this continuity and having crossovers and having all these things it's things like ch- challenges that comic readers have always been facing like there's good ones and there's shitty ones and there's team ups and there's tie-ins and all this shit. And um, Thor, like now that I think about it, it's like the closest to a uh, revamp that, without like breaking continuity, that there is. Like they, he gets a new costume, he gets like a new vibe. It's loses like an eye. Yeah, he loses. The, <laughs> it's, spoilers. I mean, it's in the Avengers trailer. So. Spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. Right. <laughs> um, but it's it's I don't know. I thought that was cool. It's just like revamping this franchise in a cool direction with a new director and then we had uh the rock guy i forgot his name already takai or Ty- taika taika what's uh what was his name rook um i don't know ben eric korg korg, korg. I, he was like a good he was the best he was a good amount of like obviously just an add-on character but his comedy was like perfect like 
That was the perfect way to Fuck shoot. Fuck off, Ghost. Peace off, Ghost. What's cool is he's an actual character in the comics. Yeah. And they legit, like, they made him from, like, just, like, some random support, like, I'm with you, brother, to this. It's kind of like oh. Drax. Drax is very dry in the comics, and he's fucking hilarious yeah. in the movies. Yeah, like, they just took something that was just, like, I mean, yeah, just totally spun in a direction where iconic for different reasons. So. And you know what? I hope they keep this in more movies. I hope they start adding smaller characters and make them... Well, Drax is like uh, I think an extreme because he's a main character. Yeah, he is. But like with Korg, like yeah. adding small characters like that and but making them like shine, you know? Yeah. Giving them moments. Hell yeah. Um all right, for me, let's see. We're gonna jump in the middle of the year. I this movie was one of the few that like got a real emotion out of me and a real feeling of like I don't know, like, I agree. I feel like this is where I'm starting to get into, like, the ones that, like, made me feel something. King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> but Christopher Nolan with Dunkirk. Oh, oh my yeah, God. Like, okay. that movie, you're, I wanted, I wish I checked my, like, watch, because it checks heart rate. From the get-go, my heart rate just ramps up and is just <laughs> constantly, he builds tension. And it's not, he's used to making, like, long Three hour, two and a half hour movies. It was two hours, like barely. It was lean, man. It was very lean, but it was every moment counted. And the way this is one thing I'm going to warn audiences and also it helps have this framework. There is he plays with time, not necessarily time travel, but the way he portrays um, moments and um, it's it's vis- visible. He he makes you aware of it. It's just it takes you a while to sink in as the movie goes on. Yeah. God, man, it just works so well. Like it is. You're 100 percent right. It is so lean. It is so like. I didn't really think much of this moment in history. I mean, it is it is a marvel and it is a it is a f- crazy time of of war and stuff. But like he took that bit and he he got so much across with what everyone was feeling at the time from all these different points of views and with such a cast oh my god like the scenes were beautiful the way it was shot was beautiful it was amazing i loved it like i christopher nolan's one of the guys where i'm like every one of these is like a knock uh, knocked out and uh this one harry styles killed it yeah man he definitely did i was surprised very surprised but uh, what's his they name? made him audition uh, two times as hard. Tom yeah, Hardy, fucking, he was one of my favorites in this. And I, 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 it was funny for him was he has <laughs> the entire movie. He's a pilot and he has a mask on and he's <laughs> talking with a mask. So <laughs> you're like Bane. Yeah. <laughs> but oh I, God. I like the the other guy, the guy who plays uh, Scarecrow in Batman. Oh, Cillian Murphy. Cillian Murphy. His role. I, like, again, I think he fucking every he, fucking he knocked it. Yeah. He, he's he's becoming every, like his, another one of his like produce, like muses. actors. Yeah. Um, yeah, the cast was fantastic. They got all sorts of really amazing. This is like, I love movies and I've been thinking about this more at the end of the year. I love mo- going to the movie theaters as much as I used to love going to the video store. Like, it's an experience that when it's right, it's, it amplifies so much, but when it's not, it's it can be bad. Like there's a risk of like you having a shitty experience, <clears throat> annoying assholes, people on their phone, whatever. But if nine out of ten times, like not nine, I'd say like seven out of ten times, people are respectful. It's a good time, and like I love this was a movie that was like you you see this in the IMAX or in a, in a legit like theater. It's it's a hell of an experience. So. Yeah, man. 
this will be my last film that I saw. <laughs> I was supposed to watch it, but oh, you, it just man. never got. Damn. I was trying to finish the book before. Oh, okay. I thought I you did. Never, I finished the book, but it was super late. It's still playing. <laughs> I know it is. <laughs> I'm not gonna watch it. Damn. But uh, there's my, no there's no kid sex scene in the I know, sewers. And I know. <laughs> okay, so you, so my last film is a joke that's been running for so long in our podcast. That's why it's it's nominated for comedy. Get two. out. Uh, <laughs> we, we used to joke about it all the time, but that was a fucking fresh take on... That was fucking fresh. I, I, I've never was, thought that of that. That was like a, a remake of Invasion of the Body Snatchers, pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. But, but with social like, commentary. Yeah, but yeah. with social commentary <laughs> on top. That's a gnarly movie. That's on my list as well. Same here, yeah. Um, I think I, I think that's on all of our lists. I'm pretty yeah. sure. I mean, it, I what, what was it that interested you in the first place? Was it like the how did you hear about it? Fucking got me. Yeah, I was like, holy shit! And the trailer showed that guy like, in his like chair. yeah, just like his facial reaction. I was like, oh shit, I gotta watch this. And I love horror films, and it got good reviews. So I was like, yeah, the, the, all the, the like, signs are there. Trifecta, dude. Because horror films usually don't get good reviews. Yeah, yeah. So. That was one of my favorite movie theater going experiences of my life. Like yeah. the, the entire audience was just like, "Whoa!" There's in fucking oh, involved with it. Revelation. Yeah, at, at I can't say like how it ends, but at the end when the car pulls up oh. and you think it's like the fucking there the there was an elderly black lady sat in front of me. She was like, "Oh, honey, you almost made it." She said it like super loud. <laughs> It was so fun. It, it was it was fucking good. It was so good, man. It was great. Yeah. TSA, bro. <laughs> yeah, they're coming back. Yeah, that, that's on my list too. Fantastic movie. So I'm I'm deleting my movies as like okay. We're mentioning them, so I'm I'm they're no longer on. I'm your getting list. very short. Okay. <laughs> All right. So to go on up the list, so you already said Logan Lucky. That was my number seven. Uh, my number six is Baby Driver. Hell yeah, that's on mine. Yeah, man, that that's yeah. a movie. That's a movie that what when I watched it, I was actually like disappointed a bit because yeah. I I like compared to Ed, Edgar Wright's other films, it doesn't feel that it doesn't feel like that. Like I feel like Edgar Wright has a like a certain style that wasn't shown here. I can't pinpoint exactly what it like. I feel like it wasn't as clever as his past films were yeah and i that was been like a main gripe which is why it's not higher up on my list sure. but um i feel like he made it more grounded or more accessible to reach like a more white audience because like all his past past films have been like fucking great spectacular but they haven't done well this is the first film that like has done well but it's lacked his like trademark style which I don't feel there's like a good. It it made the film suffer in my eyes a bit. I think it like for me his style is very visible in his edits. Yeah, and I think the edits were there. It's just I agree there was something that was just not the same as the others, and it wasn't like I think back I'm like it's because Nick Frost and Simon Pegg aren't, but I'm like Scott Pilgrim yeah, didn't have exactly, them, yeah, but exactly, and that yeah. was that felt like an Edgar Wright film. Yeah. So what was it? Yeah, that, that's just, that's the thing. I don't know what it is, but it's not there. And to it me, made me, I I in my opinion, it might be, and this is just my my own just trying to decipher my thoughts on it was because it's on my list as well. Mm-hmm. I think it might have been like the stars, some of these side characters that are in it, like uh, 
what's his name? Uh, Jamie Foxx, uh, John Bernthal, Kevin Spacey. They kind of just, I know they played their characters and they played them well, yeah. but it was a little distracting. Like, like in versus in, in comparison oh. to all these other, like his other movies. I feel like the characters are playing whatever characters there. They live in the world. I feel like I didn't feel like everyone in this world lived. I don't know. It was something like polished. They were yeah. too, they were too polished. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I'm trying to just trying to figure it, it out as I'm talking. Like but as, as I was, as I was watching it the first time towards the end, I like it clicked with me. Like it feels like I've been watching a cartoon. Like these in a good way, in a lot of ways. Like I characters love don't the feel real. Yeah, you know what I mean, in a way that like his past films, e- even Scott Scott Pilgrim, where they have like anime fights, they felt real to me because <laughs> it was like emotion involved here. Like all uh, the characters felt cold to me. I didn't like I don't really know about cold like. The music was what drove like yeah. was, that was the heart of it. Too. Yeah, the, the, and yeah. the way it pulled each scene, like it gave a tone to each moment. Like, all right, this track's on. This is the tone of the scene. This track's on, and it's in the scene too. It's like it's all. They have a song in there that should have been in Guardians too. Easy by the Commodores. Oh, uh, that <laughs> should have been in Guardians too. I have to say, uh, Jamie Foxx fucking killed it. Yeah. He was good. I just it was. I was like, that's Jamie Foxx. And it reminded me of, uh, what's that one? The Horrible Bosses, where he plays like a crazed out, like, uh, I, yeah. like a little bit of me was just like, a little. I'm I'm not, I'm nitpicking. See, Very, I, I feel say. like that, that craziness is what made it in this one. Like, yeah. it was unnecessary maybe in Horrible Bosses, but in this one, it was like, that worked out. Like, yeah, I, it, it started out as like, obviously, we don't know this character. And as, as the main character learns about this character, you learn about this character. You realize like, this motherfucker kills people just for fun. Like this motherfucker does this just for fun, and you and then you realize like this guy's a little wacky, and we don't know if I you know I, I gotta say I felt like John Hamm was more of a subtle role than in his role in the story yeah. than Jamie Foxx's. I felt like Jamie Foxx's was very telegraphed. Well, I feel like I feel like there's two villains in this movie, and not not just not just uh, one, and yeah. I feel like. Jamie was one of those. Like it was, a, he was, uh, he is a character that played more in in the movie than than John Hamm was. Sure, sure. That's how I see it. Yeah. I mean, and I'm nitpicking again. I yeah. love this movie. It's on my list for a reason. Yeah, it was my my list too. Cool. And we'll move on. Um, I have two more movies, and I don't want to go with the other one, so I'm gonna go with it. Okay. It 2017. Uh, fantastic. I loved it. Uh, nothing wrong with the movie. Everything's perfect. Do another one, please. I was gonna. Um, what can I say about it? Um, it worked out well. I, I there's scenes obviously that I, I'd like to it, for it had have worked out a little better. Mm-hmm. Um, the scene with the um the dude with the leprosy. Um, I I just didn't. It wasn't as grossed out as it could have been. I wanted so, to be more grossed out. I feel like that's the way real, you, the way you real. described it for me was terrifying. That's real horror because that shit happens in L.A. Well, not like that, but I mean, <laughs> people, homeless, like people will come up to you like a homeless person and yeah. it's just like you got a dollar, like don't fucking touch me, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's real horror, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. I I uh that 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 didn't make my didn't make my list. It was like number eleven, twelve around there, like. It was good. I was really impressed with the acting, especially by uh, by 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 it. It's it, it, it itself. Pennywise. He, I, think, Scott, I, Scott Pennywise I, I think he knocked it. that that scene where he comes out of the uh, fridge and he like unwinds <laughs> himself and he's like doing this like theat 
trickle like dan- uh walk like towards the kit it was i was like this is fucking fantastic right now um i'm trying to think of like what i don't think i don't think it was very scary like mm. i think it was like creepy but at no point was i like i don't i cannot look at the screen right now you know what i mean i so i i'm not good with horror okay um and but after hearing vargas and jang talking about it and like the the intrigue of the book itself and like hearing more people just on youtube and just on in articles read talking about what it means to them what the book is and everything about it and the power of it and the, the what makes it so well regarded it made me want to like i felt like it was meta because the kids in the book are facing fears and i'm not saying and by any stretch of the imagination i was going through something as traumatic or as daunting as they were but i still had a fear and it was like these that these movies are my fear and so a bit of me was like i need to face this so my way like it was funny i'm it's not i didn't see it but i went and i was like all right it was giving me trouble sleeping like just because there was always a trailer and I was always like kind of intrigued, but kind of freaked out. Yeah. And that lack of seeing him, like the little bits you see of him terrified me more than seeing him. So like, I would be like, I need to see as much of him as I can to just break this like, <laughs> like animosity I have. So I, wa- I looked up every crazy scene he's in, like someone recording his screen. I saw some of the scenes that were... Your birthday card? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was cleaning up the other day, by the way, and I find it was like, oh, how's your birthday? <laughs> I put Pennywise in front with the balloon covering his face. Oh, and okay. Open it, it's Tommy Wiseau. Like, <laughs> how's your sex life, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I saw scenes and I'll tell you this much I would not have done well in a theater yeah. because I saw the scene where it's the garage and the slideshow oh, that was yeah. a legit scare the okay, shit out no, of me see that was the one scene where like he popped because I was not yeah, expecting so. that to happen I was not expecting him to like fucking appear oh, out shit, of there I don't know about that but that scene where the slideshow is happening that's the first time they actually saw the kids Bill Skarsgård in makeup oh really so that's yeah. real terror when you're yeah. oh, and shit. I was facing like I was watching this little like Instagram thing and I'm like if I was in a big screen and it's the dark Fuck off. I'm not seeing this. <laughs> piss off, guys. Yeah, piss off. Go ahead and go. But um, props to it for doing that. And I think there's a lot of merit to the story. And I hope, if anything, it intrigues. Like, a lot of these movies, there's, I mean, other movies that came out this year, I, just in tandem to this, but um, they're based on books yeah. or prior works. So, like, Ghost in the Shell is based on the anime. Oh, man. Um, Dark Tower was based on the book series. Oh, man. It, based on a book. I hope, if anything... As, whether the movies did well or not, that it intrigues people enough to see these or read these works yeah. that they're based on, which are like solid. The book pieces. is terrifying, and yeah. it's not Pennywise; it's the humans. Yeah, it's but, fucking the human like beings the, are terrifying. I, I heard that the like adults in that town are like just fucking. They're so desensitized to the violence that it's just they're normal. they're not they don't care they don't care. Shit. Okay. Mine. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna do. My not so good one because I want to save my favorite one for well not my favorite one but this really good one I have for last Lego Batman. Mm, <laughs> Sorry, my voice is cracking. I really like Lego Batman, and not for the reasons I thought it would. I thought it was just gonna be a goofy time. It was gonna be like let's just make fun of Batman, and, and it's more of the Lego sort of like movie world stuff. Yeah. But I ended up liking it because of how it painted the dynamic between the Joker and Batman. It was like a legit relationship. I feel like that was the one thing it did right. I feel like it did everything else wrong, and I did not enjoy that movie. Aside, yeah. in, aside in the theater, because like I'm, fuck, I fucking love Batman. Like he's yeah. my favorite hero. So I went in, 
and it starts off with that like song and dance between yeah. Batman and the Joker, and I was like, oh shit, like they're going all in right now about their like like homoerotic stuff, which is like in every Just the racial relationship. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is like re- really good. The, the fact that like they can exist without each other and all that stuff. So I was like, man, they they are doing the most interesting part of Batman and, and Joker up front in, in, in the a movie. Lego like, movie. Yeah, yeah, this is really interesting. But then, like, as it went on, like I I I don't even know what it was about it, but it it just lost me yeah. to, to the point where like I fell asleep, and like okay. I I don't do that in in in, in movies. <laughs> like I don't fall asleep in a theater. I so it did I. I can't even. I I don't even know what it did wrong because I wasn't conscious to like <laughs> sort that out. But at the end of the okay. day, I woke up. I was like, no, yeah. this no. Okay, I don't know. What I don't know. That, my only merit was that feeling of like, oh, I I love these this dynamic. And Batman Telltale season two came out this year as well. Oh, yeah. And it's I haven't finished it, and it's, I think it's still in the process. But the way it's portraying the Joker Batman dynamic is also fresh. So I love seeing fresh takes on uh, another one that's being teased for next year is the Batman Ninja. Oh, and I'm like, I love that even to this day with this with this long running series and franchise, there's new perspectives and takes on these dynamics of these same two characters. No, with and that that was just something that I was like, I love that. This is what I want comics to do more of. And I want, you know, with these characters. And it was cool to see this Lego movie, which people wouldn't think to see this sort of thing explored get explored so that was you're done okay so uh, going back to roberto so we're gonna burn through my list because we already talked about all of them uh, my number six was baby driver number five was logan number four is get out my number three was john wick chapter two my number two was dunkirk and my favorite movie was blade runner 2049 yes yes that was yes, my that was yes. my favorite that's, movie that's that's the one i <laughs> saved for last <laughs> <laughs> yeah man like Fucking not enough can be said about that. Like this is a film I saw three times in three days. All right, Damn. That, and th- this is a three-hour-long film, so this yeah. is like a good nine hours of oh. of my life that I. Did you see it in like IMAX or like I a saw real... it with Vargas in IMAX? Yeah, oh, I, the so first time I saw it, I saw it alone because I I I work as a server at a theater, and the night it opened, it it played at nine p.m., and that was my last theater I had to serve. I was like, there's no fucking way there's no fucking way so i i saw it then and um yeah the rest is history like i saw it with so the imax experience with vargas was something so this is like a state-of-the-art state-of-the-art theater they built at a at the block mm-hmm. Dol- dolby atmos is what it is it's yeah. not imax it's dolby and um they, they have yeah like a collection of small speakers, 360 degrees laid out around the Damn, auditorium. With that music? Yeah, man. And oh. subwoofers in in each seat, in each individual seat. So the first scene where it's Ryan Gosling driving his car to go to the farm to talk to uh, uh, Batista. Batista. It's and your seat is fucking shaking. <laughs> oh, that and I was awesome. just like, oh my God. It was <laughs> wild, man set to pleasure yeah it was it was fantastic like that that's the i only saw it once at the dolby atmos thing um that's the one thing i noticed the most is the sound was so loud i was like how am i gonna hear these people (laughs) obviously they they raise it when there's nothing going on and then they lower it when when people are talking 
Um, but yeah, dude, that 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 noir feeling that um, again, androids like this is something that I always come back to. Like I love the this concept of androids, uh, um, th- this like nitty gritty film noir. It, it's funny too because like I live near L.A. I go to L.A. I, I just it's it's disgusting to me. And then I watch this disgusting land in in a film, and it's like this is beautiful. Like <laughs> why can't this place be like that? That, that it is pretty it's like much a lens. Yeah, it's just yeah. like you see it in real life. You're like Dystopia. you get that smell. You're like uh, you know the, vi- the the San Diego thing. Yeah, it's it's yeah. insane. You know, and and I watch it in the film. And I'm like this is so beautiful. It's like it's crazy how someone can make a shot look pretty like that and yet i look at it in real life and i'm like that's that's yeah. gross <laughs> so the cinematography yeah like, that's a test testament fantastic. to the, the visuals and better one is damn oscar already all right <laughs> roger deakins he's he's Hawk been through. nominated like 13 times at this point hasn't won once his last nomination was arrival he did sicario he did skyfall oh. he did like just this a, guy a, a, yeah man he does all of them for the Coen Brothers, he did No No Country for Old Men. Oh, it's oh, like, shit. man, this dude needs to just get one, all right? He's like the Martin Scorsese oh, at this point. I'm yeah. just like, no, like this man should have gotten it like 10 years I ago. I feel like his work point. speaks for itself. He's like, that's the reward right there. That's true. That's true. Especially Blade Runner. And this is an, an example of like, I'm pretty sure we're going to talk about Nier when when that comes up. But this is an example of sci-fi that's like, like, of like, thematic sci-fi evolved to the next step or like for a long time philosophy and science fiction was like do androids have a soul mm. and it's like okay this is like the 10th film where you ask that same damn question like yes i just have a fucking soul okay like let's <laughs> let's move on now like this has been talked to story. death yeah <laughs> this in this film it's like okay androids have a soul what is what does that mean now so this is like this is like step they're two. in our society yeah they're, it's normal they're used as like for prostitutions as like sex toys with feelings and then like and even that. And even them like it's like he's they, these things are androids and then they are trying to seek out something like yeah. and, they, and it's not like programmed with them to seek it out it's yeah. like they're exploring it and like like they're not happy with their they life it? like they want yeah and then on, on top of that too like they show this like if androids is a de-evolution, de- quote-unquote, of a human, they show, like, the adva- adva- advancements in AI in this film, which is, like, can be seen as a de-evolution of androids. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, this third step down of artificial beings where there's human, there's almost human, but no soul or body. And now there's, like, less human where there's no body at all. And it's mm-hmm. just, like, an image with a brain. Yeah. And then they, it asks the question, because, like, the smart thing they did in this film, I think, is they they showed a love story not between like a human and an android, which is shown in the original yeah. Blade Runner. This is a love story between an android and an AI, so it's like completely it's like artificial. The, the whole the premise of her, but yeah, like, instead of with a human, with an android, yeah, <laughs> who like knows it's not true and knows like he himself isn't real either. So, but without going into spoilers, did uh, they answer the question? No, they do not. The they, more they, okay, they I originally don't. I'll say this. I originally it's forty two. I originally said yes, but the more I think about it, I, I think there's still doubt. They definitely and like, I know the director's commented on it. He's yeah. like, you know, it's, it's you gotta just watch it and take what you want for it. Like it's not it, it, the point of seeing movies is to interpret and all that stuff. I will tell you, there's a scene where it's Harrison Ford, Ryan Gosling talking, and there's a dog in the room, and Ryan Gosling asks Harrison Ford, like, is it real? 
as far I don't know, ask him. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> and it's, it's really good. It's really good. I don't know. Just like all the everything you said about the questions and the thoughts and the everything, and then the imagery just combined, and then it's just the time taken. I know it's three hours, but it did to me. I didn't feel it wasn't exhausting. Yeah. If and the care he took to build a world, I legit felt like. The psych Robin Wright was in it. Um, what's his name? Jared Leto was in it. A number of other characters are are in this film, and they have their roles. And they each like it felt like even after this movie's done, this world will continue. And I love that when a sci, especially with sci-fi I, movies in general, when they can pull that off, I love it because the, it makes you think like I can now have ideas of like what would happen in this section of the world, or what would the, would the military division or the police division or what would san diego be like when this movie's over you know all this thing and it's so cool and then the the thing that i loved on top of just like more reasons to love it is the prologues they before the movie oh, came out yeah they had released these short films like five minute three minute 15 minute and each of them was from a fa- like a, a colleague or a friend or a fan of this guy's work and it reminds me of like ed ernest klein and andy weir Andy Weir was a fan of Ernest Klein's work, and he wrote a, f- a fanfic that was made into canon. It felt like this was there. He was like, "Do if you want to do something, go for it, and then we'll we'll use it." And it was sort of like teasing instead of releasing trailers and that revealed more and more of the movie. They were just like, "We're gonna give you like snippets of like what we were gonna put, like they give you more context." I'm like, that was a creative way of pushing this movie while also not repeat doing like a traditional trailer. I was like. This, this everything about this. It's the only the bummer is it just didn't make. Yeah, money. it it did not do well, which fucking sucks. Like that just shows Damn that, that like, movie. Yeah, that movie was fucking exceptional though. It was good. Okay, best film of the year, I would say. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys want to jump in the games? You yeah. The final thought. Oh no, I was just gonna say it was it was the last one on my list. Not that's necessarily. Fine. I just pointed out, but I that was last because I feel like that was one of the best. So yeah, top of my list. Yeah, I was down to that in Lego Batman. I'm like, I don't want to spend more time talking about Blade Runner. So, yeah, Lego Batman out first, nice. real quick. Good Honor- honorable mentions, I should say that this episode discussion, I have not seen. These are movies that come out 2017. Lady Bird? Yeah, that's That huge. I want to see. These are movies I, that I, I haven't seen and want to see. Same. Lady Bird, and don't say anything, Roberto. Star Wars, <laughs> and Shape of Water. Yes, I want to see that. Shape of Water, Lady Bird. I'm going to watch Star Wars. I'm not super like into it, though. We'll see. I'm not. I know you have thoughts. We're not going to go into them. Not going to go into them. But um, I do. I am curious. I am curious. Um, But Shape of Water, I have very. very, I need to get on that. Like, I have not. It comes out this weekend. Last two months, I have not used my movie pass. I've not seen a single one of the movie. One of the main reasons why I want to watch Star Wars is see that Ready Player trailer. And high res. All right, switching over to games. Switching over to games. Right. We're gonna start with uh, Roberto over Roberto, here. Roberto, start so. us off. All right. I'm doing the same thing with mine. No particular order. Um, but we should just be careful with some spoilers with like things. Just general rules. Except Nia, right? Yeah, just fucking dive in this. Movie yeah, yeah, we're gonna dive in there, but I'm not gonna start there. All right, first Come I'm gonna on. start. I'm gonna start with, with my number ten. Destiny 2. That's my number 10. It's right not now. even That's on a, my list. Really? <laughs> that, the, the, it, it, I'm sorry. It barely made it. It barely made it. I, I just like, I thought about, I. it's easy to think about my relationship with the game now, which is like almost non-existent at this point. It's just dead. And 
the feelings of disappointment after like a week of just like, oh, fuck. Now I know I, what this is, I guess. And this is not the original Destiny. Well, no. Th- oh, my God. It, what, uh, it, it should be on my list just for the sake of dialogue because that's what's awesome about this game is just it's a perpetual storm of hype, love, <laughs> adoration, hate, salt, disappointment, com- disappointment yeah. salt. frustration, <laughs> salt, 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 <laughs> fr- hype. It's just, I just it never ends. It's it it's always yeah. And I feel like it's always gonna continue. It's like uh, Westworld. These like these violent treats, me devi- violent, uh, delights. violent delights. Yeah. I, <sighs> I I I just I it's a trip to me to juxtapose how I feel right now with how I felt like the first week when I was like this is very obviously a vast improvement in almost every way from the original Destiny, and then like. That's just because things were happening faster and things were, were happening a lot easier. But that means that you like reached end game quicker. And then when you reach the end game, you realize like there's there is absolutely no nothing to do anymore. And the tokens get the fuck out. Like, but, <laughs> but when you reach 305, that's even that's pointless. It's like, well, I reached what does max that mean? level. Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah, All it like means is you die less often yeah you're not necessarily more powerful yeah so why would i want to do more things when i'm the most powerful i can be but there's something i don't know there's something that they do that is so them that no one else is able to do even the games that are trying to be like that don't aren't able to do that's true and for better or worse see like what what i don't what i um, what i'm unclear about is uh destiny one had the same issue yeah i played that game like 300 hours into original destiny i feel like we're gonna do the same See, I, I, I know I'm not because I've I've original Destiny. I never stopped playing. I, I, I when it was in vanilla, I never stopped. The first expansion came out that like made me go into it more, and I never stopped. And the other expansion came out, and I went into it even more, and I, I never stopped. So the only time I stopped is um after the Taken King before. The last expansion was which Rise, was of Iron. Rise of Iron. Okay. I, I I stopped for a bit there, and then I went back for Rise of Iron, and then I stopped after that, and I never went back. Here, I've st- I haven't played in like two months, and this was before the first expansion. Granted, it's 2017. I feel like I should have an asterisk. Best fucking year of video games. <laughs> it's 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 That's with true, this yeah. caliber of games that are like you can't get away. Like I I bet, and I I feel like Vargas, you're the only one that could comment on this. Any other year, Andromeda would be looked at much higher than oh, it was man. this year. The way that it was perceived and it yeah, was shown. This is but because now. of how this year was, it's not even in the conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In a lot of ways. I don't know if it's on your it's list. It's not on my list. Okay, but it seems like it's a decent game. It's not. It has its issues. But had it been any other year, some of these games that were like, all right, yeah. would get away with being higher up. But because the caliber was so high, it's like, okay is not going to cut it and i feel like destiny's like it, it it's this weird of like i'm i'm willing to play a beta like that's what they're essentially saying is like you're playing a game as a service we're going to be working on this game we're going to fuck up and you're still going to pay us and then we're going to fix it and you're still gonna, it's just like this it's this dialogue and it's like a new way of this back and forth with uh developers of like most in the past it's like a game's released go we have our thoughts. We'll implement it in the next one. All right. We hit. We didn't. This one's like, 
fuck, they don't like it. All right, take that out. Okay, what do we? I think they'll like this. And then what do we do? How do we anticipate? And then how do we keep the plans that we were going already? You know, this feels worse though to me for some reason. Like it's it's if it it, it also see this is the thing. Like I think I kept playing original destiny more because they they had more bars to fill up like over there in original destiny each gun had its own xp bar that you had to max out the more you you use it i think that's the reason that kept me coming back like i felt the need to unlock perks or to like re-roll a gun and to get the perfect roll for fate bringer or i like that when it when but like if you're grinding a hundred grasp of malik's like yeah that's frustrating like if i'm if i'm re-rolling a feature on the one that i have and like after maybe eight times that's a different story yeah i feel like there's a middle ground and they they went one way and then they tried with two and they went the other way where it's like no changes yeah they just did update it and they're adding something where it's like one perk can be unique yeah you can re-roll i don't know how that is yet me neither but but that the the only thing that i feel is, is different is like we know what we went through and we're realizing that we're going through it again and how do we react to that? Do we do we just say "fuck you"? I'm not going through that again, yeah. or do we wait and wait to like the collected edition and then be like, "Now I'm going to play." Now that you worked out all your shit, Even or I paid you, you all this money on, already, or do you go along for the ride and be like, "I'll play it every now and again"? I mean, we have friends <clears> that play it, and it's fun. Like I have fun when they're on, and I have time, and we both we all play. It's not the favorite game I have, but it's like it's a communal space. Yeah, it's like I don't know. Yeah. Vargas, you play this. You've platinumed it. <laughs> ah, that was a rush. Before the pain. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's on my list. And it's on my list because it's a game I think that, honestly, it's it's worth the $60 because of just the standard game content that you get from that first one. The expansions, I feel like it's like a lead on to continue playing a game that no longer really needs to be played anymore like and i felt that you know i didn't feel that way i didn't feel that way with taken king taken king was like almost a whole new yeah, freaking was, game felt, yeah that was an amazing expansion but these ones i don't think are going to be that way like it's not going to have that it, they might get it soon you know it might be like a third expansion that they're playing that we yeah, don't know about that's like a big one yeah that's gonna be a big one um that might make make be a huge change but uh, it's on my list just because i, I felt comfortable i felt good um I, the raids. I, I yeah i used the the app which they don't really um promote mm-hmm. to to find raid groups and be able to do this raid and, and get that get my achievement but i didn't even get it from a raid i did the raid but i got it because you have to do prestige raid i did a prestige nightfall mm. to get that trophy. now you have to do prestige raid yeah damn it <laughs> um what else um oh in regards to like early access i do agree with you i do feel like it's like almost like an early access type thing or you were saying kind of like a beta yeah, beta that like we're playing. Yeah, you're just like constantly back and forth. Yeah, I feel like it, it is an early access. And to get it from trans- transition to that, I'm going to throw in Battlegrounds. Uh, Player Unknown Battlegrounds. Okay. Is, I was going to say, I thought that was, I was thinking of a different game. Um, that one, it it's on my list, but yet it's technically just recently got out of, or I don't even know if it's it gonna is gonna come out. out of, it's going to hit 1.0 this month. And then that's when it gets out of um, early access because yeah, it's already out or is it already out for Xbox? Yeah, yeah, it's already out. Yeah, so it's, it's still Xbox. technically in early access even though it's out for for Xbox. So that that's a game that I I have on my list. It's a very fun game. It's huge open world. People just drop it on the map, yeah. and that it's just insane that it's early access still, you know, and and it's not even. Uh, I it's not his life isn't over, but um. <laughs> 
the comeback. It's Dr. Respect. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to change it up. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, And that's insane. Like, that one... It's an early access game. It's thirty bucks. Like honestly, it felt like a phenomenon. It's just it's it could be a fifty nine dollar. If it was not early access, this guy could have easily sold it for fifty nine ninety nine. But I, th- I think what was great about it is it that it was sort of like what Rocket League did. It was it was like a come in, please, like come into my door, like please, like come in. I'd love for you to try out my stuff. And now he's got such a high player base that that continuously will feed new players to come in. And it's hundred people a game. And he's only got one map. Yeah. Like, he, he has, he's, I feel like he's just been. That's so true. Yeah. But he's, he's updating it. <laughs> and like to him, like I, I watched this uh, YouTube documentary, uh, no clip that, that he did is a one, like doc, he usually does like a numerous episodes, but he did w- just one with that. And just how he was like in a game like this, a map is more than just a map. It's like, that's the world. And for me to release a second map, it's not just like slap on, a color and a skin or something it's like i want this one to feel different i want this one to be different i want this one to play different it's like a whole new game to him because it's that's what the map is it's that's the where you're spending all this time in so that's that's crazy and i love how he's approached it i love yeah it, it's really cool i should i i should have added it on my list but i didn't i don't feel like i played enough of it to really yeah play, but um you know, you tease me with this. I'm not teasing anyone. We're finally. This has been a long time coming. We're talking about near auto, automata, automata, automato. Um, so this know. is Jang has not played it. Mm-mm. Everyone else here has platinum the game. Some people have decided to give their life uh. to the game <laughs> and completely destroy for everything else for the greater for the good. For the glory of mankind, for the glory of mankind dude. Yeah, I'm hoarding it for the glory of mankind. <laughs> 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 yeah, he's a selfish little bit. He used fuck. everyone's life and then doesn't take his own, dude. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's right, my so. game. I paid for it. <laughs> you played again, dude. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to play it again. I want to have that option. <laughs> it was. It was. You know what? I it, thought it was a discovery. Like, that's why it's sticking with me so long. It's like I played through it once and I was like, what is so special? This is not special. Like, and I, I did didn't not. really know. I did not. Um, oh, hi, Nier. Um, <laughs> I just was like, all right, I'll just go through the motions. It's kind of cool. It's kind like I put it away. I started it and I was like, I'll come back to this later. And I was like, I, oh, I have to restart this. And then the intro mission was gnarly. And what caught me was the intro just was like, we're going to do not one genre we're gonna do shmups we're gonna do third person we're gonna do hack and slash we're gonna we're gonna play with like yeah side scroller we're gonna play with a lot of different genres and i thought that was cool and that's what hooked me at first i was like all right i'll give it, I'll give it a shot it's, it's interesting we'll see i didn't even discover the complexities of the rpg elements like the chips and the mods and i was like what the fuck like i'm not even i'm that's why this is so hard and i was like I j- and then it was like what I'm witnessing with like robots humping, trying to make babies, not making making like Adam and Eve and their super god. What the fuck? Like, did I just see? Like, it was like whoa. Like, this is like Kojima, Grant Morrison level almost. Like, it's tapping into that. And then I finished my playthrough. I was like, okay, I'll, I guess I'll play through it again. We'll see what's different. And then I started. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. This is interesting. I didn't. I didn't think it would take it there, and then it more, and it's just more. It just it. It was like this rabbit hole that just didn't keep stop, and I just kept going. And then it wasn't even that was just the main part. And then you start getting all these side stories, and you realize that 
he, there's so many things and thoughts. Like, like I, one of the ones that stuck with me the most was this, like, uh, there's a robot and she's like a giant, um, perf- it's in a theater oh. and she's talking like, as you're fighting through the story, she's like, talk like you're getting dialogue snippets as you hack into her. Cause you can hack and then you'll get dialogue and stuff. And she's like, aren't I pretty? Aren't I pretty? And I'm like, there, there's a story to that, but I was like, fucking a like this. She's trying to impress another robot, but that's the robot is a robot, so it's it's like a more more dumbed down, I should say, robot or android. Yeah, and it doesn't acknowledge like beauty in the way that she's been hardwired to to like emulate or try to go achieve or something. So she's like sobbing and like tormented because she can't accomplish her goal. And it drives her insane. And I'm just like, this is fucking, this is a side thing. I'm like, whoa. And she's like murdering other robots to like get their parts to attach to, onto herself to make herself more beautiful. beautiful and she's and like, grand. aren't I beautiful? Aren't I beautiful? And it's like, she's losing her mind. I'm like, what the fuck like, is going on here? The fucked up thing about that is like, that's not a concept that she came up on her own. That's something that she like read online yeah. that humans aspire to and she like yeah. saw advertisements and like books mm. and poems she was like well a thing that all these humans are chasing is beauty beauty so if i, I achieve that i'll be complete it'll I'll make me complete yeah. but the fact that like that can only be deemed by like another person as based on the advertisement or the poems yeah. or like stories that we write and everything she sought that out from another of her kind and which she, that wasn't which received yeah it, that like she couldn't feel that herself. And it's like, fuck, like that's not an inherent thing. That's something that us as humans put out in the world that she learned through by like through us. And it fucked her up. Fucked like, me oh, up. That's my, yeah, dude, that's another sure. yeah, that's another thing too. Where I was like, this is something that we created as humans. <laughs> yeah. Like fucking and, and this, the the thing about that, that's a fight that you that you do twice. And yeah. the, the first time you can't hack into her. No. You're playing no. as a different character. So you're just fighting this this chick with like kicked on makeup that's eating other robots. Mannequin, like, they look like mannequins all over, like as armor and stuff. And like, so you have no context for that. You're like, this is just like a fucking monster robot, and you fight it and you like uh, murder it, whatever. Yeah. But when you fight her again with the other character, you hack into her and like see her thoughts, and you see all this, and you're like, holy shit, I yeah. did not know this was harbored, Holly harbored in her at all. Much like how they, you see her with that context now, you're playing as these other characters on the second and third and so on playthroughs. Yeah. And you're also getting context because you're seeing it from their points of views and then just, man, every turn, each of these like perspectives and gameplay mechanics just stuck with me and it was so memorable and it's, it, so many cool things and it just stuck with and the music. Oh my God. Oh, yeah, it was so was engrossing fucking... and so cool and like it, it took me, oh, like I everything about this, everything about Blade Runner, every, like everything this year with androids and just the thought of like yeah, humanity and like the park, yeah. it's just it was constantly on my mind this year. And like the those two things are the examples of like philosophy of artificial artificial intelligence evolved. Like Blade Runner was that just like Nier was that and like different ways. And the way they told the story, yeah. I felt like was was New. I never. I don't. In my background or history, I've never played a game where it told a story in that way, like through these methods. And it reminded me of how I feel with like a, for me, a Grant Morrison story. Like he tells a story in ways I've never thought, or like the way Kojima tries to portray a story, or I guess how you were the way you sounded like you were describing your name. Like it was portraying something that you didn't think you were gonna get the way you got. Like you, 
the end goal was somewhere and you're like, I didn't think I was going to get there or I didn't imagine. I don't know. It was yeah. just. Oh, man. And see, like the thing about that game was like, I, I, I'd heard like this, this game goes places. And I was like, okay, it's going to be like a story about androids and humans and like we can connect or whatever. And you have to beat that game like one and a half times to get to that deep stuff. So when I beat it the first time, I was like, that was a fucking weak ass plot. Like these, it was just cool gameplay. I think that's yeah. what kept me going. It was like you did a lot of cool things mixing genres. Yeah, like that was an and see, So like the the ending of the first because you you beat that game once and that's ending A and then you do ending B and then you do ending C and then you do ending D and then you do ending E and that's the like real ending of the game. And that's when you had to sacrifice and like that's yeah. There's yeah. like a credit thing and it gets meta there and yeah, I'm a selfish asshole, whatever. <laughs> um but what's cool is they have endings all the way to Z and a lot of them are like oh, right. you yeah, can dude. you're a robot, so you can take out your CPU core and you're like, Okay, what happens if I do and all of a sudden you lose the game and it's like game over. And it's like oh, oh is it you, new game plus where you keep all your stuff? Yeah. Well oh. what yeah, yeah, because that's how I that's was true. able to get you can buy your trophies. Yeah, I do with in game currency. But Just yeah, so you, you finish the game and once you do it like a second time, you can unlock chapter select and all that stuff. And they yeah. have DLC where you can fight the CEO of Square Enix. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, this yeah, game is man. out of, is, is it's just fucking it ballsy. Wild, That's why it's fucking ballsy. And, and see, I love like, it for that. The, it makes you work for it, though, because like when I beat it the first time, the plot was these robots made aliens? by aliens yeah. birthed an advanced robot that you fight and kill the end and i was like the I, fuck like what the fuck like i saw online the plot is revolutionary but i was like, like this is a, like cookie cutter as fuck and then <laughs> you you start route b and you play as the side character but it's the exact same plot so immediately i was like am i gonna have to replay the entire game i just played <laughs> that's again, how i thought I was but with less le- I, I think the combat was less in Interesting. I was like, this, this. Well, it he helps me have skip a lot of it because, like, you can hack into robots and, and just insta kill them yeah. if you do this short little like puzzle. Yeah, exactly. So immediately, I was like, I'm gonna have to go through the whole shit again as this character. But what's interesting is re- it recontextualizes every encounter, every boss fight. And you're like, oh shit! Like, no, this. you're like first like, oh, yeah, and you're this, like, oh, yeah. you're like, oh, oh shit, and, <laughs> oh damn! And at the end of the game, it recontextualizes <laughs> the ending of that of the first ending Encounter, you're yeah. like oh this is way darker than i could have ever like imagined and then root the third c one's is just like, like a, a continuation of the, of that ending man. and that one goes places and then root d was like a continuation of that ending and fucking yeah Marcus, crazy. Was like, you, you, i had to recommend this roberto recommended this to you as well yeah when i talked to him that, that you had been he's like you gotta play it and i think i had asked him i was like can i borrow and he's like i i downloaded it and I did the save. Did you? I no. think no. Uh, what was yeah, it? Sure. Or maybe? Or originally it was I, you? So I, I think. originally downloaded it and okay. I wanted it. I loved it so I'm like, I want to own a physical copy of this. I don't like physical copies. <laughs> and so I was like, All right, you can borrow my physical copy. Like, I want this. I want people to play this. <laughs> and I, you know, I, I was confused <laughs> when I watched it. Like, obviously, the first one, I was like, I don't understand what you guys are talking about. This is fucking whack. Um, you beat it again. With the hacking stuff, and yeah, it, it you, you get new story with every encounter you do, and it, it starts adding, you're like, holy shit, and then once it started doing the add-on from that is where I started getting confused. <laughs> there was just so much going on. It was on. like a Kojima cutscene. Yeah, I was so like, I had a, a process, process. I, I had to watch like a, a video that like just threw everything <laughs> in front of me and okay. told me, 
And I was like, that's pretty much what I got. I still don't get it. <laughs> there was one guy I watched a video of, and he talks about like this character is named this, and this person, this is a person in real life, and this is who what their life goals were, and this is why that character embodies that because in the Dang. story, and I was like, oh shit, these are things I was already at this level, and then like you just added a cake layer yeah. of another level, and I I missed out on a, there was a ton of side quests I didn't even touch on that it's just insane. So. Oh, mic drop. Mic drop. <laughs> Sorry for that. Real quick, I didn't. It, like, I, I feel. <laughs> I feel real stupid for not realizing that her name is to be or not to be. You know what I mean? Like it's uh, it's meant to be like a play on like her being human. The stu- most yeah. stupid. Yeah, whatever. But like, this should get like the ending of and en- ending B when you realize that like the side character is designed to be advanced AI to like learn and be like smart and like learn about the world and. To be so that the like main so the plot of the game is like humans got invaded by robots made by aliens, aliens. many so they, years ago, like thousands, yeah, like thousands of years ago. So, like, the few survivors of the human race fucked off to the moon <laughs> to rebuild, <laughs> and on the moon, they built their own versions of robots called androids. That they, they gave the directive to like, okay, take back Earth for us so we can come back. So they the sent the androids, yeah, for the glory of mankind. So they send the androids to Earth to fight and eliminate the alien robots so that we can come back. You find out that that's not true. The humans are have long since been extinct. Like the humans don't exist at all anymore. And the ending of ending B is the side character was advanced enough to learn this fact and you were specifically engineered to murder him before he can spread that information. And this has happened multiple times before. So like the entire game, like he's curious and like happy-go-lucky and excited and he's like attempting to connect with you, the main character, and you're always like, yeah, sure, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You're like, man, she's being a bitch. Like she's cold. But it turns out like this happens every time. You eventually connect with him. You, You gain some sense of like, partnership maybe even romantic feelings but it always ends ends with you having to kill him because he learns too much and this happens like multiple times and you're like this is fucked up like this is this is super dark right now and then like the game continues past that where like that you find the remains of the aliens that made the robots and they've been dead for thousands of years Mm -hmm. too so the only things that exist in this world are just the robots and the androids and the AI head of the robots that like just know no other way of life than to just make war. Yeah. So they just like tell the this, androids to like crazy. that there are humans alive just to perpetuate this fucking cycle because this yeah, is yes. all that they know. War. Yeah, dude, it's like, fucking qu- like war never ends. Yeah. This shit is wild, dude. It's fucking crazy. And like there was one part of the of the game where you meet this caretaker this is like it's this, oh, this older robot yeah, yeah. where she caretakes yeah, yeah. The, the kids the like kid that was brutal robots yeah man so like the thing that makes the reason why these robots are feeling emotions or like are are starting to evolve is cuz they've desynced from the hive mind yeah. the network so how it works is like they were they were all connected so once one robot learned 
something, they all learned that one thing and they would all follow this one order. But as soon as they disconnected, they didn't have that net of being able to like upload their consciousness to a server. Like if they died and they died and that's it. So out of that, they like kind of like look towards humans to adopt a way of like feeling happiness. Yeah. Yeah. Being like unique. And the thing that like is inherent in humans is curiosity. So these kids would go out and explore and like want to learn more about the world and everything and interact with like with the town. But that means that they would leave town and like mm-hmm. get into in, shit in, in, into danger. Yeah. So the caretaker, the caretaker to prevent that taught the kids the concept of fear. Like you only have one life now. If you die, you're erased. So, you know, be afraid. So the kids are like, oh, fuck, okay. So they stop doing that. At some point in that game, they're being attacked by this, like, this this boss or, yeah. or whatever. So you take all of the kids and put them in, like, a, a bunker. And you and the caretaker go outside of the bunker to fight that boss. So blah, blah, blah. You fight the boss. It's like a big boss fight. And you go back to the bunker and all the, the kids are dead. Like, they're fucking... They've all been stabbed and you it turns out they had killed themselves because because of the concept of fear they were like okay well i don't want to lose my life through pain so we can lose our life through like just this quick action and end it quick and it's like like, holy shit man the oh yeah that was man that was fuck couldn't get his gun (laughs) yeah (laughs) so shit like that it's like yeah this game That yeah. shit is crazy, dude. We spent a lot of time on this game. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, but it's, it's we've been wanting to talk about it for a while. So worthy of that. Highly requested uh, stream game. Really? People, I think people want me to see. There's two mm. games I'd want you to stream. That, that'd be one. And Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein. I've <laughs> talked about. There's another one. And I'll mention it later. But it's Star- already, Stardew Valley. No, let's go. Oh man, is that your game? I might. What's I your might next buy game? that on Switch. I mean, fuck Neo, but then I didn't. Get, that's the next I game I was gonna I say. Get, I didn't get too deep into it. You're good. You're good. Um, that's on my list too. Now, like playing Bloodborne, it. What I like about Bloodborne is like, the areas are interconnected. You open shortcuts, and Neo didn't have that. It's just you just go to an area, finish it, finish the boss, and you're done. Like, what I I I, I haven't seen Bloodborne, so I can't compare in that sense. But I wouldn't uh, doubt. That. That's it. from what I've seen. I feel like that you're you're very right in, in that sense. I think what I like about Neo is how they handle combat. I feel like their take on the Bloodborne Dark Souls mechanics that they have of like you know patient, very very punishing, mm-hmm. but how they incorporate styles and how they incorporate weapon. It's like they took Blood or Bloodborne Dark Souls and then they were like, let's incorporate a little bit of Monster Hunter and our own little vibe to it and like sprinkle that everywhere. And see how this plays, and I, I it's, it feels interesting and fresh. Um, it's a good game. Yeah. yeah, I I like. I was listening to people talk about it today on a podcast, and I was like, I knew I wanted to put it on my list here. Just thinking about it, I'm like, you know what? I've been like I just mentioned earlier. I've been looking for games to play. I'm like, I kind of want to go back to to that. It feels like it'd be very satisfying. Same. I think I might go back. And there's a ton of content or tonight, even. You yeah. Know? I'm. I I have that itch because like. The combat, like it got to a point where I, I would, um, I would do katana and the uh, nunchuk, the, the nunchuk. oh no, no the, the the like blade thing, yeah, yeah, uh, the yeah, blade yeah. Thing. that the shit, yeah, dude, and like the combat, like threaded cane use. That's huh? <laughs> no, nah, dude. I, I went all great sword baby on, uh, on <laughs> bloodborne, but uh, in Neo, like 
that's the thing. I like the. I didn't like how it wasn't just one world that was interconnected. It was like individual stages, but it felt more arcadey for that reason. Mm-hmm. But also, like the combat to me was more satisfying. I think because yeah. like I could do like like moves and do like change stances and do like do a low stance where like a dodge was like just a twirl around yeah, the enemy, yeah, yeah. and it oh, just felt like I was doing a fucking like ballet dance on fools just tearing them up i like the so. summons oh How yeah they did oh, the summons okay you could okay. just check okay i want to fight this guy let's yeah. fucking go <laughs> that was cool yeah yeah that's yeah. a good pick okay that's a great right. game that Roberto. was also on my list but that i that's much higher than what i so my number 10 was destiny 2 my number nine is steam world dig 2 mm. that's my number nine we that's on my list yeah yeah i i mean the short like i was looking at all the games that i've like touched on or played significant amount of and i was like this is probably the last one to fill a spot for me uh it feels so good yeah like, and i love uh, to be fair i played super uh, the metroid returns this year mm-hmm. love loving it like i still haven't finished it but some of the steam will dig just feels fresh and just yeah. the, the music everything is just like it's it's like how i feel shovel knight is or how i feel axiom virgin it's like it's its own thing but it takes this metroidvania castlevania sort of vibe and does its own thing with it that's my yeah. take, but I want to I want to hear what, what why you. I I, I just uh like it's like in, in a year where I've been being pulled in like all these directions by games coming out every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a game that like demanded my attention. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I started it and I I could not stop until it was done. And like the plot is okay it's it's not meant to be like it's anything deep it's light yeah yeah but it's all about the gameplay and the the gameplay is exploration in an environment that you carve out yourself therefore building the environment around you at the same time yeah and then like you unlock increasingly more fun ways of navigating around the environment Mm -hmm. to eventually like you can you when you get that equipment it it starts off as like equipment that's used to navigate easier Mm -hmm. and as you progress further and further deeper into that mind it becomes tools that are n- are necessary and required mm-hmm. to go around these like harder environments yeah and then the upgrade and mechanics are cool yeah it's the, like yeah, you can yeah. you have the option to like oh i want to spec this way i'm going to take them out i'm going to upgrade them this way now it just like i fell into this comfortable zone of just like all right now i'm just gonna like dig through and like it, it, it just it became very good like palette it's like therapeutic. Cleanser. Yeah, man. Just that's it, how I it feel just, right now. Yeah. I'm, it's after PSX, after VGAs, after all these goddamn things. I'm I'm about to go on this trip. I'm just like I just want to sit down and dig. Like <laughs> yeah, that's all a brother it, wants to do. <laughs> I don't know. And it, it it feels so good. I yeah, feel like man, that's... holes. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree with you. It's yeah. good. Good stuff. It's cheap. That's the other thing. It's like for a price point, good value. Yeah. yeah. Give me an amiibo. <laughs> Say so yeah, like my list is cutting down fast just because you guys are all mentioning them. Uh, one that I know no no one has because it's a uh, virtual reality Robo Recall. Oh, um, so go. this is yeah, it's a fantastic game. It 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 was free. It was it's an Oculus exclusive, in which I believe Oculus already paid um, for this game to um, be on the Oculus and was already going to be set to be free for people that bought the Oculus before certain dates. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's fantastic. It's just, I love that you can grab these robots, you can rip them apart. It just feels so good. Like it's, it was one of the first few most realistic games. Um, and it has androids in it. 
Um, or old robots. I don't know if they're androids. Glory and mankind. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> and um, it, it's just it's fun. It was a fun virtual reality. The fact it was free. Um, and also, it would have been super hot, but Super Hot came out before 2017. Right? I was about to ask, when did that come out on VR? Because <laughs> so, yeah. I knew that's going to be on your list. <laughs> Actually, if I do the VR one, I think it was 2017. Because I think Oculus came out. Well, uh, Here's the question, then. If that's allowed, would Mario Kart 8 Deluxe be allowed? No. Well, that's the, we're going too far. Yeah, this. let's not go that way. <laughs> well, there's, there's plenty of other games that need some, some fun in the sun. But yeah, Robo, Robo Recall was on my list there. Okay. Kind of. That's a good one. I'm going to go with a quick... Uh, actually, I have two games I want to mention. Um, I'll mention the second one later. But I, we mentioned Neo for combat. I want to talk about another game that I love for its combat, and that's For Honor. Um, Didn't touch it. Oh, you didn't? Never, never played it. Okay. I mean, I played the demo, or the beta. Or oh, whatever. yeah, yeah. Um, but I was like, you know what? It's just not my, not my cup of tea. Like, it was sure. just... It was rough. What about for, Absolving? I, I you know what I picked that one up, so. and that's even. I probably would have picked up Dishonored or um For, for Honor. Honor more than than Absolver. I regret. I need to go back to both. Um, all Absolver I haven't even really played to be fair, but I like the idea because it's like as you fight a certain style and you're able to successfully block and counter against them, you learn those, and then you it, that's how you progress those skills of and at, as the same time advancing your current styles that you pick so you can pick a very attack focused a very passive focused a very parry focused and it just keep i i don't know that concept to me is cool and i feel like it played off of what for honor or played alongside for honor um for honor i i don't like the the starting game was cool and it was because friends were there and it was like a it was yeah. like the conversation was that but I think what I take away from it even now is how it approached combat, much like how Neo approached combat, much like how Absolver. What stances? Just yeah, how it's like a chess game, like in the and I'm talking particularly one on one. I watched some streamers and I and hearing them actively commentate like, okay, this is how I think I'm going to approach this. I'm watching them. They when they see me fake left, they they always they tend to do this move. So okay, I'm going to do that, and then now I'm going to go this. I'm going to go two steps forward now, and it feels like it's a chess match and. That was like, this is what it can be. It, it's not always. It's not Nine out of ten times for me, it was, I'm going to shove you off the edge and group <laughs> up on you and gang, gang up on you and just fucking screw you over because all your friends are lagging yeah. and one person disconnects. But <laughs> the potential of it was kind of cool, and I liked that. And it was, for a year filled with so many cool things, I thought that I want to kind of talk about like cool ideas with some of these. And that was one of the cool ideas I saw. Um, and I hope to see more of. I want to see what... I know that it's been doing the whole seasons well, thing. Assassin's Creed uses the combat, right? It's not as anywhere near what this one is. Um, this was really cool because there's no stances, but there is like obviously you can get it in a, in a ready mode and dodge or or block and parry attacks. Mm. Um, but yeah, this is completely different. This I is don't, very. I didn't like the progression system of like gear. Yeah, I feel like it detracts. Because it's random, right? Well, it's like you get the currency and you got to grind it. And it's mm -hmm. much like how Battlefront 2 has been painted where it's like, how much can you grind yeah. for gear? And what, how it advantages does that give you? And how does that balance, change the balance? I feel like at its core, when you're playing a duel and it's just a matter of skill, is that it's its best. So, Gotcha. Yeah. Horizon, settle, dawn. I didn't finish it. No spoilers. Yeah. How much? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I wish it was close. <laughs> Do you remember? 
I just got the corrupter power in my okay. world. Do you see yourself going? Do you see yourself going back to but it? Because what came out? Mm, huh? What came out right after? You should have waited. Well, right away. Uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Oh, the game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, what that. a story, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a game that's not on my list, for sure. Get Zelda out. No, Horizon. <laughs> Fuck, Horizon. Something about the game, it just, I don't know, like, the game engine is Death Stranding. It just didn't feel right. I don't know. It just, yeah. Something about it was really weird. It, if, it, I felt like they, if, I felt like it's a very easy game. Like, as what? soon as I unlocked the whistle i think i feel like it broke everything i hide at a bush and whistle and i just like drag enemies toward me stealth kill them or whistle again next enemy comes stealth kill them whistle again yeah just pile the dead bodies that they're invisible too i felt like there was a progression up to a point i agree that it wasn't particularly difficult per se but early on it i had the sense of it was daunting like i'm fighting these beasts i'm ill prepared i have nothing I haven't unlocked weapons yet, but once you start unlocking all these weapons, you're like, I'm powerful. How do I, but, but to me that opened the doors of like, all right, how am I going to approach this hunt? I'm, I'm the predator now. I'm not the prey. I'm the captain. (laughs) So I was like, I want to lure this here. I'm going to fuck with this guy here. I'm going to take this out. I'm going to do that. Let's set the scene action roll fucking casualties everywhere. Like that was the fun. Like not the, it wasn't the same fun that i had at the beginning but it led to, it progressed for me there that way and i've heard to be fair that the the frozen wilds is legitimately difficult um, and i know you've been saying the plus or the the harder difficulty or? yeah I, I did restart a new game plus but i mean i also made it the hardest difficulty it, it has which is ultra hard or whatever and, is it and ultra hard? i mean i fucking I've you killed three bots, but one of them is the um, what is it? The saber tooth, oh, yeah. um, and it, it <laughs> fucking insane. All I did was use traps. I was like trap, trap, and then ran away. Trap, trap, ran away. Trap, trap, ran away. It, like I, I guessed its path, and 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 it took a while. I like had to fucking redo traps like ten times. Like it was insane. Ah, uh, yeah. I just love explore. It's a game where I love the exploration. A game where like the photography mode, like. It introduced me to what photography mode could be and how much fun that and it, like people legitimately will will try and do professional photography yeah. with like game this and other games because of that and I was like, damn, you guys like took time. And Horizon is something that's on my list too, and I I, I, I give it I want to give it props. I I I rushed it like crazy. Like it was a game that was like I need to finish this. I need to finish this. I need to finish this. I need to finish this just so I can play more Breath of the Wild. And it's tough, and and I feel bad. Like yeah. it, it, honestly, like looking back, it was like, dude, I, yeah, I, I, you know what? Honestly, I, I just feel so bad for rushing through it so fast. Like I feel like it was a great game. It had a great story. Um, story, man. That's it's just, it, it just sucks that it came out at a time when another game that I wanted to play came out at the same time. Sure. You know, so I, I, I bought the DLC, and I'm gonna hold off. Or I mean, once I have time, I'm gonna yeah. go back to it and really, really enjoy this game. But. Looking back, you know, the, the, I just it, it, it's a great game. It, it has robotic dinosaurs, dude. Come on. I love also the the side. I mean, it, it's not. I won't say it's to the level, whatever whatever levels The Witcher Three does, but I love that the side quests take paths that you don't expect as you for, go further down. Some of them they're they're not always the longest. They're sometimes just like all right, just go do this, and all right, it's over. But that was like that was fun to me. The the story just. 
it has commentary in it, but you know, in a year where there was so many games that had so much more, so many crazy commentary that I don't know, it's not. So yeah, the, the, that's a great game that came out at the same time as one of the greatest games ever made. Yes, that, like that's it's number up. three for me. Really, greatest game ever. Mass Breath Effect Andromeda. Breath of the Wild, number three, my Damn. favorite game of all time. For real, that is that's wild. My Breath number so number ten was Destiny two, nine was Steam World Dig two, number eight is Mario and Rabbit's Kingdom Battle. That's my that my game number eight. is amazing. That game is really good. That it just really got good. a versus mode too. I saw that. I got oh, added so a good. versus mode. I was like, this is fucking unbelievable. It's a game that like I. I I haven't put too much time into um turn based strategy games like I uh, there's not enough of them out there yeah, that's why that's very true like I I remember I was so thirsty for them back in the day I bought right now. the PSP <laughs> I, I am too I I bought the PSP game Supreme Commander which okay. was not good but it was a turn based portable game and I chomped it up but mm-hmm. I uh yeah like off the top of my head I played. Advance Wars on Game Boy Advance. Yeah. Supreme Commander. I never played Final Fantasy. All I've never Man, played Final Fantasy. Man, you're in for a treat. You're going to enjoy that. GTFO trailer. Let's go. Man, I, I, need, I need to. And then I got Fire Emblem Awakening. I played XCOM and now this. And like, what I like about this game is it takes all these concepts of um, turn-based strategy games and like, makes them like, boils them down to their purest form so that it's like it's super easy to understand and it's super easy to just like execute on a plan and difficult to master but i mean there are times when it's bullshit so i have a question for you yeah did you beat the game i'm on world five okay so not yet yeah okay so when you beat the game Uh there are ultimate challenges oh my god okay you think everything you've been facing is hard yeah these ultimate challenges (laughs) are fucking Another world. You're like when you get first or shown a challenge, it is to the tenth degree. It's like it's everything else has been warming you up for these. Yeah. And there's only five. It's one for each world. Okay. And they're like 30, 40 turns oh that you have allotted God. to you to to be able to do. Yeah. And you can three star these things. Man, that was like another game for me. I was like, <laughs> all right, I'm ready to fucking like this is some <laughs> tough shit. And that was on my this game is on my list. I love there's a boss. I think it's world it's the there's there's like the certain world. It's like a peach world. There's this world. There's yeah. that world. There's a ghost world. That one has my favorite boss in this whole game. Like, it's one of my favorite boss fights this year. What boss was that? Was that the... the I don't want to say too much because it, part of the reveal of it and the introduction of it is oh, part of the Oh, I think I know what okay. you're talking about. I think I know what you're talking yeah. about. Um, it, the, is, it is a oh, treat. I, I, it a is Gino? a treat. I can't say. Huh? Gino? I wish. <laughs> I really wish. Oh, I, I hope. I, I know. I know. I hope they. About. I hope they make a sequel. I. They damn well better he, make a sequel. He eats yeah. right, and he, he like. Yeah, sort of. So like I'll, tosses. Yeah, I that's not even what what makes him fun. It's, there's <laughs> something that there's some charm to it, and it's cool. Um, the combos you can pull off are insane, dude. As soon as as soon as I realized that you could unlock a one turn cooldown for Luigi's steely stare, and it does up to three shots. And Mario can boost it by 50%. Oh, yeah. Get fucked. (laughs) Like, everything is dead. Everything. And then I found out there's a guy who's just like, all he does is, if he slide tackles, he can slide tackle up to three people. And each of them now has a vamp ability on it, meaning any further hits to them will suck life to that player that did the damage. So if your team is nearly dead, 
You just shoot up everyone with your characters and you just healed everything. You don't even need a healer. He is that move is the healer. Yeah. It's gnarly. It's Man. like ways how you can pull combos up. Yeah, that's a fucking fantastic game. 100%. All right, Fargus. Uh, that that li- game was on my list here too, so mark that off. So I, I want you to finish that game one day. One day. Hopefully. Yeah, there's a lot. I, I mean, t- 2017, man, had a bunch of games. So I'm on my last game. I didn't have a full 10 okay. list on this one. Um, and of course, it's going to be everyone's list. Uh, Legend, Breath of uh, Zelda, Breath of the Wild. Um, fantastic game. I mean, I I rushed through. I pretty much rushed through, through games to play them. I rushed through um, Near Automata uh-huh. and Horizon what? Zero Dawn. I mean, I I played it as fast as I could. Near Automata. Yeah. To go right back into because the you played that later though. No, I I did play it later, but then I got back into it again because I I've been playing the master mode. I oh. I, got, I didn't get oh. any of the DLC right because you got the switch. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> See, so, sorry, sorry. The, I've been exactly so this <laughs> game this game hit me twice. I bought it on it's the Wii you U a third time with the DLC. And, <laughs> exactly. So I I played it on the Wii U. Uh, that's when I was playing. That's when I was doing Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> I got you. And then I bought it for the Switch with the DLC. Got you. And that's where Niramata came into play. That's so good. So yeah, Breath of the Wild is a fantastic game. Very big open world. Uh, I love the cooking co- co- combinations. I wish the one gripe I have about it. Okay, no. Not a variety of of enemies. I, oh. I there needs to be more enemies. Like. A more bigger, wider variety of there's enemies. Moblins. And yeah, there's like three major ones. There's there's moblins, <laughs> goblins, <laughs> and boblins. That's that's it. There's Lionel. That's it. I mean, I mean but like there's golems. There's yeah, ogres. But there's not. The there's the lizard people. There's, there's the lizard. The, okay. The elemental. I'm talking about like the like not major big guys. Like I don't want that. I don't want that many Lionels fucking running around. But the smaller guys, like there needs to be a bigger variety of these guys. Like. I I don't know like a family of ten different Bobklins and like they have the maybe ninja people? six different. Um, I just still don't feel Bananas. like there is enough. I don't know. I don't know. That's the one gripe okay. I have about it. All right. Playing enough. it back, all I know is like f- this harder difficulty. Is God, fucking there's, hard. There's like too many white Bobklin guys. Dude. No, the health <laughs> regen. Not health regen, dude. I don't have an issue with that because if I can, as long as I can fight him, I can keep hitting him so that he doesn't have the life regen. Even a Lionel? Uh, well, I have it. Actually, did I beat a Lionel? I think I beat a Lionel okay. already. I um, I, the only thing you have to do is just keep hitting him. Yeah, yeah. That's well, all that you seems have to hard do. when it's like if you need to give yourself. But like or... the 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 Bobklin, white Bobklin guys, they they fucking hit me in one hit and I die and I have like fucking seventeen stars right now and <laughs> hearts. Still kill me one hit. It's insane. My, I gotta say, my gripe is uh, I wish a little bit more elaborate uh, dungeons. Oh, okay. What do you Wait, think my gripe was? Shout, shout outs to the puzzles. That yeah. game the, actually, oh. there was a puzzle where I, I had those. to like sit there and think about it for 20 minutes. Like, holy well, shit. What's cool is my, you could do that, or you could be like, I'm gonna fucking come up with some wh- random hack of my true. own. And it's like, fuck you, system, but it forces you to put do come up with this level. Physics. That one where it. Drops the ball, and you have to do that maze. I just like flip my yeah. yeah. all the way around. But then that side, yeah. other ones have spiked. Oh, the yeah. I, I, saw, I, 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 saw, I was like, you motherfucker, like you, you got whoop, me. Basketball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, the ones, the puzzles I did not enjoy were the ones where you had to do stasis on an object and smack it uh, until, really? until it went like a certain, certain direction. Like, yeah. 
there were times where I couldn't get the angle right, and I just break like five swords and be like, "This is so annoying right now." Like, and that's my that's my gripe. The uh, weapon durability. Oh, I do not okay. like it that. Was, dude. I felt like that was a gameplay thing that I had to get used to, uh, and I was like. Man, I like these weapons. I'm just gonna keep this. I'm not gonna use it for anything. Yeah, that's so exactly. now I have like fuck. I need to make. I found out you can make a house. I haven't even made that. You got me the house. That no. was like that was I one know, of the first I know. things. Oh, man. I've done all the shrines. That was probably one of my favorite parts. I agree. Like the puzzles and like how, not just the shrines themselves, but getting shrines was fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, the world. Like, if you're like, can I do this? Nine out of ten times, you're like, yeah. And what I like about it is, like, if I talk to each one of you guys, you guys went a different route. It was never the same route. Yeah, yeah. like that's you awesome. went to the desert yeah, as, as your first one. <laughs> you wow, rough, man, dude. Yeah, went to, you immediately got to cross dressing. Because huh? I, like, I think the king says something. He's like, "Oh fuck it, I'm good." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when playing the game, like I I went up to a um in in the starting zone. There's like a, a snowy hill. That you meet the the king guy again, and he's like, "Hey, surprising! You made it here without any clothes." And then he gives me a warm doublet, and I saw a for free. He just gives it to me, and and uh, exactly, everyone still got stuff differently. He completely avoided having to buy the whole fire suit. I bought the whole <laughs> shit. Are you yeah. He he was talking to some guy and the guy's like, if just you do this for me, yeah, and then he just the gave him like the pants and the fucking helmet. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I bought every piece. I never even talked to that guy. I like cheated the mountain and got straight to the straight to the the town and I just bought everything I needed. And then I was watching a stream, I'm like, fuck like in the comments, I was like, shit, I missed that. But when I was on that icy mountain, I saw one of the uh, shrines. And obviously to me you get used to the shrines immediately. I was like, these are how they look like. If you go here, you you it's a shrine. So I, I went into the map, put a, a little dr- drop pin, and then once I full time, I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever. And I jumped straight off of that thing, <laughs> straight to that point. And I was like, oh, shit, I don't know where I'm at. And I just <clears throat> followed into the desert, and I did the whole fucking desert right away. I could not, I could not. possibly, I could not get the um, the that desert monster, because there's like a thing you have to do, because oh, it's lightning yeah, yeah. that hits you. And I was like, this is that fucked. Worm the fuck do i do this shit <laughs> yeah so i got like i did a bunch of like these harder monster yeah. things right off the bat with like four i beat both the um that's the hardest yeah i did that shit with four hearts dude that's that's where i got my first heart because i never even used the things that get hearts yet i, I did i played hard mode off yeah. the bat dude that was insane but really so fun that's why i, I love it dude once I did that, everything just flowed. Like yeah. it was easy after that. Nice, Sam. All right. Uh, is your no, that was yours. I'm gonna go with Snipper Clips. This wow. game. Okay. There's only one reason. There was one night I was I brought it over to friends, and like this was right when we were all like three group, like my place, my two of my friends' places. We all had switches, mm-hmm. so we had the docks, and it started becoming a thing where we we're just like everyone just carried their switch with them. And if we decided to start playing games, it's like, all right, you don't have this game? All right, let's pop my Switch in. It's like, let's give snipper clips. I've been hearing good things. We were in tears. Everyone in the room was in tears laughing of how funny and, um, like, just it was just, like, puzzle solving, but it, in a fun way. Like, it was a great party game. Like, f- hilarious. Like, we are like, get inside me, like, deeper. Push harder. Hold on, just push a little harder. Like, almost there. We almost got this. It's just, like, shit like that. Like, you're frustrated. Yeah. Um, and then 
Um, the next. Oh, Jane, you done? I think I'm done. Okay. Uh, oh, wait, 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 oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh okay. Resident oh. Evil 7. Now, but to say, oh, yeah. <laughs> you of all people. Shout out to Resident Evil 7. Are you Second. Yeah. Oh, wait, I have another one. Second scariest game I've ever played. Oh, because of Outlast 2, right? Yeah, Outlast yeah. 2. I'll just combo it together. All right. Uh, Resident Evil 7, Outlast 2. Fucking scary. They fucking revitalized the horror genre. RE7 took me by, There's by a surprise. There's for 7. So, yeah. Yep. Out, now, yeah. Out as like but two, two Chris RE7 yeah. wouldn't have been made if it wasn't for PT. Canceled PT. That's true. Because yeah. Capcom looked at it. and Really? And they were like, it. we need to do that. Yep. Pretty much. Right? Like, it just gave this very claustrophobic feeling. I just like, there's a thing that when, like the good Resident Evil games, it, they nail they nail this feeling of like, like I have the exact amount of things in my disposal to survive. No more and no less. Like I have the exact amount I need, and I just, I just need to be conscious of, of of my healing items and my ammo. I think it's it's really cool what they did from what you've told us, Jang, in the past, and then also what I've seen of like they show these they have you play through these recordings of those locations, and then you go back through them. As your character, oh, you and it's like now it. you know some of the intricacies going in and the, how they play to that. I'm like, that's elaborate. That's really a cool way of going about a level. Like, here's your chance to kind of see it. We're still gonna get you the that and that feeling of room dread room. of just Jack just following you, and you can hear him like you're just like, fuck, don't see, don't, see, don't, see. and you can't kill him. Yeah, I just like that. F- feeling that i get like just like this chill down my spine just, when you like <laughs> open a door and you like slam it shit like get, get the fuck away from it and you hear it open while you're like mid sprint <laughs> you're like i'm coming to get you but you're like oh god this dude is the, like the, right on me the very first uh door where you had to go into the bottom oh yeah he always grabs me really like he always he <laughs> brings you back like, oh fuck like oh i hate that <gasps> feeling of getting grabbed <laughs> it's the the, that's Outlast 2. That's Shout out. Do you ever play Outlast 2? No. Fucking. Uh-uh. You know mm-hmm. jump scares are coming and it still gets you. <laughs> they announced 1 and 2 on Switch. You gotta get Switch. Uh, <laughs> Alright, Roberto. Uh, uh, that was on my list too. Resident Evil 7. Uh, my 8 was Mario and Rabbids. My number 7 is The Evil Within 2. Hey, you were talking about this earlier. That one co- caught me completely off guard that the trailer that is, looked uh, gnarly when yeah. i saw the e3 yeah like i i i got it because um giant bomb did a, a thing called uh the bomb cast no it, oh. it was they recently they recently hired on on the east uh, on the west coast two people one guy named ben pack another chick named abby russell mm. and abby russell's notoriously like afraid of like scary things so around Halloween time, for that week, she played one scary game each day. <laughs> and on the last day, she played the first like two hours of The Evil Within 2. And I was watching it. And I was watching it like, dude, this looks fucking fat. This looks great. This yeah. looks really good. It looks like open world RE4. Oh, wow. so I was like, what the hell I need to do? Yeah, so it's like RE4 gameplay w- w- with stealth mechanics like oh. The Last of Us and that side quests. Because you're just like, don't. Yeah, dude, it's it's pretty good. Like you're caught and you just have to sprint, and you like they like call other zombies, so you're just like like escaping like a mob of dudes just chasing you down the street, and it's fuck, it's it's intense. And man, like I wasn't expecting. It's like the plot is like a combination of like horror 
the matrix where it's all set in a computer world in the mind of your of, of a girl that you're you're sent in there to like get her out because there are people that like know they're in this like computer simulation and they're like using her power to like influence everything it's like a black mirror episode yeah it's it's actually like pretty good and um is this the same main character from the first yeah one? but you don't huh. like need to play the original one they they talk about the original one a lot but they just talk about like this was very scarring for me and i'm mm. still not over it but that's it like no okay. actual like details about it but like um there are a lot of ideas at play there like you it it deals with like the guilt you feel over the events of the original game and the loss of your daughter in a house fire. And that's like shown in game as like this, again, this ghost that stalks you and it happens at random. And when it happens, like, like, like fog appears out of nowhere and you can't see anything. And you just like, there's like a blue tint that like consumes the entire world. And you're just like, where the fuck is she? Like, I just need to hide now, and I don't know where the fuck she is, and I cannot. <laughs> hide. And there are times when, like, you go into a room, and you, you like, go you go into a room to like scavenge for ammo and like yeah. health items and stuff. You go to leave, and the door's gone, and you're just like, "Fuck that! What the fuck am I supposed to do now?" And you like the smoke arises, and like it goes blue, and you're just like. I'm locked in this fucking room, and like she's around here somewhere, and I don't know how to get out anymore. And dude, like, there's a lot of shit that like it plays with the with that fact that you're in a computer world by like the world will glitch, oh, and you'll shit. like get into like a. I feel like it's like the, the Bugs Daffy episode where Bugs, uh, you find out Bugs is like erasing and drawing. <laughs> it's like I'm gonna fuck with Daffy, it's yeah, like, but in a horror That's, game, it's pretty much that where like the people that you're attempting to like kill to save the save the girl are aware of you now mm. so they affect the world around you to like it's it's really it's really good okay it, it, it caught me off guard do they still have that hard ass trophy yeah there's one where you have to beat the game with uh one life three saves like dead, dead space, space no checkpoints nope and uh you cannot upgrade your character at all this is like, <laughs> like souls wow. level one <laughs> You can only save three. It's like I, I was playing. I was like, "This game's so good. I'm gonna platinum it." And then I saw that trophy. I was like, "I'm not platinum this." <laughs> nah. This Peace. Uh, yeah, that was it on my list. I don't have any more. So it's just you two back and forth, ping pong. All right, I got two more. I'm gonna say this one. <laughs> I've talked about this one a lot, so I'm not gonna go too much. It's gotta be mentioned. Much like Zelda, Mario. Mario, yeah, game, Mario Odyssey. I felt like what it didn't do with variety of skills and abilities. It just narrowed in on the one ability to jump and it just made it all the level design cater to that it did, in if, so many different ways. It felt so good to skip a big, like you can see like, all right, I jump here and, and like for a step, jump here for a step, like, you know, or I could just do a sprint, roll to a sprint, to a dive, to the hat toss, to the dive in midair, to the jump off the hat, to the dive in and just like and fuck up skip 300 times shit. before I nail it <laughs> and realize I could have saved more time. Just doing Did you see the donkey video on that? Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> He's like, oh, guys, it's so easy. I'm going to save hours off my play if I just jump into it. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. He just does it like 100 times. Like, see, look at that. Easy. There was one side room on the moon where you had to ride a scooter over like the ground that would collapse as soon as you. Yeah touched it and then you had to do it again without that scooter so you just had to roll 
to dive, yeah. to roll, Just to keep. dive jump, to the cappy toss, to the flip. And that's how you had to like maintain your momentum mm-hmm. and grab like a moon on the way. That was like that one. Was, that one's the fucking hard man. There's some moons that have been frustrating as fuck. But I just as a whole, I love this game. The level design, I can't speak enough about. It's so yeah. cool. It's like pure it per- joy, just encapsulated. If in- if like Zelda was the perfect intro to what the Switch is, I feel like Mario was the perfect capstone to like the year the first year of what the switch is and then zelda was like nah bro i got this and he's like dlc just to like <laughs> oh, um but yeah that that one and i got one more after so so my six was Re- resident evil seven we talked about neo i that think was i know five i think i know what your next one is uh i'm gonna skip the fourth one and do three which was near automata two was mario odyssey and one was breath of the wild mm. my number four was persona five. Oh, oh. okay persona five like, I, I, didn't, I didn't put it on mine because I don't feel like, even though I played 30 hours, I don't feel like I've played enough of it. 30 hours? I I've, feel like I've played enough I've of played it. 130 hours of that game. <laughs> oh, so, you know the first palace? Yeah. I just finished that. I feel like that was a tutorial. 30 hours? I don't, and you did the first palace? Holy Is that shit. a lot? That's a lot of time for, I for think, being that far I think into I've it. played 30 hours, maybe 20. See, like, I, I, it feels like fucking forever. I feel like, so that there's no way to do side stuff in that game. Really, like yeah. you can grind in the underground, which you haven't even gone to. Oh my god, you! Yeah, I've done. Sh- there, I feel like I've done shit. There's a lot even of shit. I put so much time. Yeah, in this there, game. There, there's a lot of shit that you you're gonna like that's, uncover. That's but, the one that I'm like, I want to play this, but it's just so daunting. I just want to dig. It's a lot of time. <laughs> I and just want to dig, man. That's a game that I feel like goes on a bit too long, too. Like I at about at the 100 hour mark, I was like, this plot is like, I feel like this plot is ending. Like an hour and uh, hundred and ten hours, the like main plot was resolved. There's still like another twenty hours past. That. I was just like, this is, this is I love the lot. gameplay. Like it's it. I I feel like I I don't understand what I'm doing half the time. Like I don't understand. I just now figured out how to like detect whether an attack is uh, resistant or weak. I oh, think okay. I'm feeling. I'm playing as I'm. I'm feeling it out as I'm playing. I love the. But I love of, the like, look and the feel. Like yeah. the ambient. Like the vibe of it is so cool. That the jazz music. Post fight scene of like xp dun, and dun, money yeah. and just like mitch benedict just, just like it just zaps on screen it's fucking yeah hand drawn it, that so shit nice. has style is what it has all right yeah. like with with five y's yeah. in it. style but i uh like that that's some of the most satisfying g- gameplay i've experienced like when it's you when you like too. yeah dude like you like get into a fight and there's five enemies and like you fought in them before, so you know all of their weakness, and you can just like if you strike them with a weakness, they f- they just slump down on the floor on like combo in the days, and you can go again with a different character. And, you, and if they have like an attack that has a weakness, you, you can do that and like stack up and skip their turn again and like stack up to another. And it's just like and I think if you get them all shit. stunned to a certain point, you can do like all out attack all and just <laughs> fucking wipe everything out. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, like I so good. I feel I, for someone who's not really turned on by like turn based. JRPG sort of the back and forth like that. Uh. I think the only game I really play that is like that is Pokemon. But outside of that, it was one of the first times I was like, this is really fun. Yeah, see, and like the, the thing that m- that makes that fun is the fact that like you can you can make you, you can force them to skip their turn. Yeah, if you know their weakness, and that you just go into a fight like this chump. I know he's weak against fire. Fire stun, fire stun, fire stun, all out attack, dead. Brah. 
You didn't have to like think about it. It's so yeah, it's good. But when you first really fought good. the enemies, did you get owned? Like, oh fuck, ice. Yeah, oh, ice. So like immune. Oh Wait, shit! What? And it's annoying when I'm, like, I'm just gonna shoot you with my gun <laughs> until it doesn't let me. Because like the, they can do the same to you. Like if you're weak uh, against yeah. ice, if they attack you with ice, it'll skip your turn and have them go again. The, and the, when they combo that over and over again, it's like I'm gonna about to I, throw my fucking controller. Going back to the style, I like the like the first pause the the. Boss, it's kind of mixes real world, and it's funny how, in, especially in this year where we've seen so many sort of like real world drama with like predators and like different sides to people that we weren't expecting. Like it feels like it ended up being a commentary when it was when it was yeah. before all this shit came out. And it's like the first boss, our bad guy, is sort of like this gym teacher who's very hard and very punishing on everyone to the like almost like a who's the um, the pink. A teacher from uh, Harry Potter, the the one oh, like, oh, Umbridge. Yeah. Umbridge. It re- he reminds me like Umbridge in that sense, but he's also a perv. And mm-hmm. so in his palace, he's like, how does he see himself? He's just like wearing a robe. He's naked with a speedo, and he's just like, hey, lady. Like, and he has a, like, like a sick a, perv, a king crown. Yeah, he's disgusting. He's a slime ball. <laughs> but like the way this the the art style portrays it is kind of like the art is really cool. Like how how's it? Yeah. Good game. Yeah, I, w- I want to finish it. I just uh, right now I'm not in that mindset. Yeah, thirty hours. It's, it's one where I'm like, I just like got 150 maybe. Did you beat it? Yeah, I beat it in 145 new game hours. Plus? I, I'm about to. Oh, there but is. I I'm gonna wait. Games the, need to have new game plus. Yeah. <laughs> so my game, it I think it has a lot of style too in its own way. Um, it's on the Switch. It's very colorful, and it's probably my oh, favorite shooter. Oh, it's my favorite shit. shooter this I, year. That was a tough cut on my list. And Splatfest is out this weekend, boys. <laughs> um, Splatoon 2. I don't know what it is. It's just so fucking addicting. Like, I the music is cool. It's fun to play. It's fun to watch. Like, my girlfriend like w- actively was like, "I want to watch you play." And I there's rarely a game I have that's buy like, her clothes. Yeah, she was like, "Make me a character." <laughs> I was like, "All right." And she's like, "Now buy me clothes and play my character, <laughs> or like earn me clothes or whatever." Um, I don't know what it is. It's just it feels good, and it's for it's fun. It's ironic in a lot of ways because it's like for a game that's so required and essential for to to have coordination to succeed. It the the hardware inhibits you because it doesn't have chat in in features like mm-hmm. that that would you would be inclined to use to do such squad, but you're still able to do it in some way, like somehow, like by accident almost. Um, I don't know. There's some charm to it, and the guns play fun, and the style. Every, I don't know. Everything about it is so cool. It's not my number one game of the year, but it was the last one I had, and I definitely wanted to shoot out, shout out to it. It's got a cool style. The spot fests are fun. I just wish they were longer. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Just like it's 12 hours, and my voice is gone. So, damn. It's it's 1:30 a.m. Back to back. <laughs> I yeah, fucking man. lost it right behind. <laughs> You're fucking laughing your ass off. So, I hope you guys enjoyed. Did you guys have any, did you have any thoughts? Um, I mean, with Platoon, I can yeah. I can put a word in that. Um, <clears throat> it it's not it's not it's not beefy. No, it's no. just not whatsoever. And I don't understand how you can put so much time into it. The Splatfest is not enough. Like it's what? just it, if it was like they just put a new game. Oh, Salmon Run is if it was thing more than twenty four hours. If it was two days, forty eight hours, like I could play during the day, and like sure, I don't sure. not 
24 hours where it's one night like friday night to sunday midday or sunday yeah midday. or or just saturday and sunday like that's fine it's just that's too encumbersome to try to get max in 10 hours that's like playing the game for fucking five hours straight dude yeah it's hard i can't do that you know well the it was crazy it was the first time i tried to go for that champion <laughs> like rank when i because when you do a splat fest you represent a team and it's like usually like hamburgers versus hot dogs sci-fi versus fantasy you pick a side you rep that side, and the goal is to fight the other side and see if you, in this world, will legally make your side the better side. And you rank up, so you're like, I'm a ketchup champion. I'm a ketchup king. You know, the king is the king or queen of the highest rank. And in order to do that, you have to win. Winning gets you like eight or seven points. Losing gets you two. So if you lose, you can still get there, but it takes fucking forever. So you're inclined to win. But if you're playing against, sometimes sides get lopsided. So you're like, I'm playing against my own team, and it's just it, I'm not netting any wins for our side. Um, and the first time it took me, I felt like it took me forever. I stayed up to like 4 a.m. one night, and then the next day I played like a few more hours. I finally got it. One other weekend, I was home all weekend, and I was like, all right, I finished Iron Banner, and that was a miracle because somehow in Destiny I got a full set of Iron Banner armor, which is a godsend. It's like near impossible this year, but. I was like, all right, I got to switch gears. I only have five, six hours, I guess. But I only had four because we had to do dinner. I was like, fuck. All right, challenge accepted. I'm going from zero to champion in four hours. And I was like, I got to win six matches. Lost a match. I got to win six matches. Fuck, fuck, fuck. And I was like, that pressure was like another level of game for me. And I was, if I had another 30 minutes, I would have got it. I And I was impressed by that. I didn't get it. It was frustrating, but I was like, that was kind of fun. It was put the pressure on. It's like a speed run, but I haven't even beat the, stu- the story, whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> salmon but, run? <laughs> no, no, not even salmon run. It's like some story where you're doing all these mini bosses and shit. Have I? Oh, I haven't even beaten that. I don't yet. even care about it because I love the guns. I love the they're they're supporting it. They're they're doing updates to it. They're putting new game modes in it. They just put in like a blitz ball, which requires even more communication. You have to collect <laughs> clams, and once one person has ten clams, they have a super clam. And the other team has a basket that's protected. The person with the super clam breaks a barrier on the basket. And now everyone else in your team that has clams that they've been collecting shoots all their clams in for points with like a 30 second or whatever time limit. Now, if you need the first person to get the barrier broken, so it's like everyone's gathering clams to one guy, drop, throw them to your teammate because you can pass them to each other. That person then goes and you have to clear path. I'm like, there's so much coordination here. This is almost like destiny level. And there's no mics. It's like a fucking phone app. Because <laughs> someone could just have the clams and everyone's still trying to get them. It's like, you don't, you don't need to. I already have it kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. But I don't Somehow. Wow. I, I, yeah. Honorable mention, arms. <laughs> Honorable mention, Monster Hunter World. Beta? Yeah, that beta should get its own. No. Honorable mention, Wolfenstein. I mean, I, I would have put that on my I list. I dabbled into it. I played the first stage. A fantastic game. Just like the first one that I played. Honorable um, mention. It's not enough. Bloodborne. Blood <laughs> Just kidding. Well, DLC, dude. Yeah. Remake. No, there's no remake. Honorable mention. Doom for Switch. Ooh. Um, technically, maybe. I don't know. All right. <laughs> Okami HD. Right, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> Overcooked for Switch. Ooh. That game will. Give me the meat. No. <laughs> that game will fucking mess with you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this is a fucking extra long episode. Best of 27 gets the. Two-hour, 15-minute special. I thought it would only be an hour. (laughs) 
as soon as you said that, I was like, "This, this is no way." We hit the hour mark hour. when we finished the movies. Uh, yeah, I was uh, like, God damn it! <laughs> Near Automata is already going to be half an hour. Uh, yeah, that shit was but immediately. Thank you guys for being patient with us. Next week we have off. So <laughs> happy holidays. Um, you want to do the outro? Yeah, yeah. Where can people find you? Uh, they can find me on Twitter <laughs> at the Fulio. And they can Sorry, find please. me uh, everywhere else. Soon to be cold marmalade. The marmalade's coming. <laughs> Reaming life. You can find me at the Robot Monkey on Twitter. Uh, the with two E's. At the last bosses everywhere. There's no oranges. There. <laughs> or bo. There's no bo. Only bo. <laughs> There's wigs. There's wigs. Some days. Um, you can find me at Kujo Prime everywhere, and then you can find us all at the Weekly DLC. Roberto, thank you for, for being a guest again. It's always a pleasure to have you on here. Absolutely. This is two episodes back-to-back here. Third time on the show. Coveted position. Two-time back-to-back two right time. here. Like, <laughs> Three-time <laughs> guest. Three-time guest. Yeah, man. Always pre- appreciate being here. Thank yeah, you for having me. Absolutely. Um, and thank you all for sticking with us for this extra long, extra fun episode. Best of 2017. 2018 is going to be uh, very interesting. We have to talk about that soon. Um <laughs> Maybe tonight, yeah. yeah. Let's go round back three, back three back. time <laughs> podcast. GG. Um, until next time, we will DLC. <laughs> you later. <laughs>